Oh my gosh, I think it's working. How are you beautiful people doing? I know how you should be. You should be, as always, uh, wonderful and uh, constantly uh, sexy. And um, what happened to my stream team? I'm already losing my stuff, guys. I already lost my stuff. But that's okay. I'm on live chat. That's awesome. We're picking up stuff here. Uh, pop out the chat. That is cool. And we're going to pull this one down there. Oh, it's awesome when things come together. That is awesome. Guys, how are you doing on this uh, glorious hump day? Um, guys, everybody, welcome uh, Farky here. Uh, they are a new person from Australia. And you know how we love our Australians here. So hopefully picked up a new subscriber tonight. And um, you enjoy the uh, craziness that is... Uh, Whatever this thing is I put together, uh, it's it's crazy. Cool Gamer, how are you doing? Jimmy, no filter. I'm so glad to see you. Uh, Rabbit, how are you? It's late now. It's like, Listern, I don't think I got to tell you enough. We were um, uh, really worried about you the other day. Really worried about you. Like People were like, hey, have uh, uh, anybody seen Listern and stuff like that? And then like the next day you came into the chat. Um, so anyway... Um, Yes, the Island of Misfit Toys. Welcome to the Island of Misfit Toys, where everybody here fits in. Hey, Tweety, how are you doing? Um, even when you think you may not. Um, we have, we got room. Man, we got room. We're a, we're a big ship, like the Titanic. Uh, anyway, guys, so here's what happened. I was getting ready to do a uh, big day today. Lots of stuff, lots of ins and outs. Uh, hey, great day, Mom. How are you doing? Um what is the big news is for me, White Rabbit had her MRI today for her shoulder injury. You know, all those uh, super smacks came back to get her. So anyway, she uh, she'd never had an MRI before. A little nervous about it going in. I felt really bad for her. But she, um, she pulls it off like a champ. And he, I don't know what was happening. We were trying to figure it out if it was like the woman in front of her that was in the, the room first. Uh, had um, why is that on top chat? This needs to be on live chat. Sorry, I'm talking to myself, working behind the scenes, talking to myself. So, if the woman in front of her, so I just kept fidgeting because she was at her appointment and it was an hour and a half, I think, before they saw her. And they have a sign up front that says, If you are five minutes late, you will forfeit your appointment and have to pay the fees. Then they have another sign up that says, if it's taking you long than 15 minutes, tell the receptionist. <sighs> Not happy, but we made it through. She had her MRI. It took about uh, 20 minutes, and she was done. And we are awaiting the results. So I already told her I know the results are going to be. You need surgery. You need rehab. And you need to keep coming back to me for uh, pills. She's not going to do any of that stuff. We're going um, to do... Uh, I don't know. We're going to do yoga. Yoga seems to be the answer. So anyway, I was going to do a um, run a little late today. A lot of streams were happening. I actually want to catch up on. Uh, um, Ashenator was playing Guava Ball and Call of Duty. And uh, Steve Gosney had a fascinating stream on. But his are always fascinating. And then this happened. I got a message from Texas Jen. Uh, said, hey, did you see that? Um, what's the dude's name? Richard Allen confessed to the killings. I was like, no, I didn't see that. I didn't see that at all. 
I was like, uh, she sent that to me like at eight o'clock. I didn't see my messages. I'm like, I'm going to have to have a, uh, a bat number. So like if something really big like that happens, somebody can like call me. Um, because this is a huge deal. Those of you that are, uh, don't know about Richard Allen or the Delphi case, um, Delphi is, I used to do true crime. Let me back up a little bit. I used to do true crime things, right? Um, and, uh, because I thought, oh, hey, it, uh, I can use my expertise. I went to law school. Why not, um, you know, do something with it? Reputable. <laughs> Get out of an office. Do something reputable. So anyway, um, then uh, I just, I, it's not for me over there. Not for me. Um, now these cases aren't fascinating and stuff, but you know what, guys? I like to have fun. This is fun tube over here. You guys know this. It's a no pants zone also. Uh, pants are prison. Uh, we found out last night that bras are uh, prison. I didn't know that. Just becoming one big um, encyclopedia of what? Anyway, uh, so here's what is going on. Um, uh, during the Summer Wells stuff, if you remember her, uh, I heard about this Delphi case. I was like, never heard of it. <laughs> Expert. I like the expertise. <gasps> Libby is one of the greatest people in the chat, and he makes up 25% of the male population here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, are we still, man? We gotta stream sometime, that'd be fun. Uh, so anyway, the um, uh, I found out about Delphi, Delphi, Indiana. Um, it's really kind of okay. The quick of it is two girls, they're out of school for some reason, they went on a, a walking trail, which happens to include a train bridge, it's like. Might as well be 5,000 feet above this uh, river or creek or whatever because I'm not going over it. I mean, this thing is, it looks terrifying. Anyway, they go across this thing and they had been on Instagram or something like that is what the rumors are. And they uh, met up with, they're going to meet up with this boy. That's the first problem. Don't meet up with boys. Uh, so, uh, Shizzy, I am not male. M-A-I-L. I like that, Shiz. So, um, what, um, ended up happening is these girls were found a few days later in the woods. And they were passed. Guys, those of you that don't know, there are certain words you try to avoid while doing it streams because you start getting hits on them and your your information stuff won't get out. Okay? It's all about getting into that algorithm thing. So anyway, they were um and I'm my usual term is unalive. But I don't know if that's I think that might even be a, a hitter now, but you guys get the point. They're found this way, and um, then nobody knew what happened, and Delphi is like a town of 5,000 people, uh, small community, rock the community, you know, this, this stuff doesn't happen there, It's a this is a safe town and stuff, anyway, 
fast forward to when was this? Um, gosh, when did he get arrested? I can't remember now. The guy doesn't, it's all blur. Doesn't seem like it was that long ago. Um, um, Shizzy, this is our new friend from Australia. Uh, so, uh, hey, Just Don, how are you doing? Uh, what was I going to say? I forgot. Myrtle, I just now figured that one out. I like that. Just Don's awesome. Pyramid 7, how are you doing? By the way, Pyramid 7 is that cool little um, uh, avatar there. It's for strength. Pyramid 7 is big into uh, martial arts. Really cool. I really dig that. So, um, Mem over at uh, Steve Gosney's. So, uh, what happened is, uh, so they found this guy. And they said, oh, you know, they arrested him and stuff. And they had, they released uh, the probable cause affidavit. And I was like, man, none of this stuff really jives with me. I don't see this as being that strong of a case. I mean, he's just some portly dude that works at a CVS pharmacy in the photo lab or something like that. It's weird. And so you can imagine a town of 5,000, he works at the only pharmacy there probably. This has got to be the only pharmacy. Uh, everybody knows him. Everybody's had uh, uh, gone past him. Matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, like the girls or the girls' parents, something like that, had gotten pictures printed at that CVS like the week before they were taken from their families. Anyway, so this guy, uh, Richard Allen, has been back and forth. First, he didn't have an attorney. He finally got an attorney. Um, he, um, um, yeah, we're cool. It's just, it's so cool here. We've never had a problem. Uh, but anyway, uh, he, um, uh, their evidence was that he had a 40 caliber six hour uh, P226, um, which, by the way, it was. Uh, Came in number two to the Breda 92 when the military did their trials in the 80s to replace their sidearm. The Navy SEALs had a particular love for this pistol, and the SEAL teams were known for carrying them. Um, his, they found a full bullet. I mean, the, the cartridge, the whole thing. It had been fired. So it evidently was like one in the chamber, and he racks it. Bullet shoots out, or cartridge shoots out, you know. Tumbles out. They found it in all this leaves and the investigation did, the investigators. Then um, they said that it matched up to his pistol because it was a 40 caliber and he had a 40 caliber. I was like, is that it? I was like, there is so much malarkey when it comes to getting uh, tooled uh, things into evidence. It's not like CSI where you get the, the like every gun has like, you know, uh, a fingerprint. I think that's the terminology they try to use. You don't have that because these things, the CNC machinery that they use, every single mechanical thing that comes out is a clone of the one before it. And they're measured. They're, the quality control measured. Make sure that the, the parts aren't wearing out, like the uh, the CNC parts aren't wearing out before they go through them and all stuff. It, it's so, there are probably a million of these exact same firearms Probably in Indiana, you know, 
Anyway, found out today this guy supposedly confessed. Not to the investigators, but to his wife on the phone in his jail, uh, the, the, the jail phone. I said his jail cell. You know, whatever. He calls his wife. That is so bizarre. Rabbit gifted five memberships. Thank you, Rabbit. Guys, please make sure that you're, you are ready to accept memberships. You got to hit the little three button dot and say, yes, I will accept gifts. Nice. Thank you, Rabbit. Um, and remember members is a Sunday night, uh, movie night. We do a private member stream and then we go and hang out in discord where you guys get to tell me <laughs> what a dork I am. Um, but anyway, it's a, uh, Wolfkinder, how you doing? Um, so if you're new here, if you're watching this later, whatever, um, by the way, my podcasts are picking up. So this will probably be on podcast. Melissa Jane Another Aussie here. Um, uh, Mel, we have uh, uh, Farkey. Am I saying it right? Is a um, new to the chat. A uh, uh, fellow Oz person. Because of the emojis they use. I figured that out. See, I'm learning. I'm learning how to speak Australian. I'm kidding. I'm joking around. Uh, Melissa Jane is one of my... Uh, Oh, she's driving. Oh, that's a. Oh, that's so cool. You get to see that in the Discord. That's awesome. Anyway, guys. Uh, so what happened is. Uh, oh gosh, hold on a second. Just on. Uh, tomorrow's gonna be hellish, and Friday's probably not gonna be much better. But when we leave Friday night, we should be good. Awesome. I cannot wait for you guys to get to Texas. And um, let me let us all know when you get there. Uh, because uh, we have talked about you guys outside of streams so much. You just this is so wonderful. So um, anyway, without uh, further pausing here, I'm going to start reading the articles. I got a couple articles. We'll go over what the news says, and then I also have. And if you go to my locals, which is the expert is on locals locals com. Probably should have put that in the chat before I started this. Anyway, I have the PDF files over there, so you can download them. Uh, they're pinned to the top of the uh, Locals uh, stream. That's what I, I really want Locals to be, a place where I, I dump information, make sure I use the right terminology, information over there. And um, uh, what, dump? Yeah, I know. But it's good here. It's the right, it's the right verb, I think. I hope so. Not a noun or a adjective. Anyway, uh, guys, let's pull one of these up. So, um, look at that. I go up in the top corner now. Let's see what this one is. This is now. This is okay. There's. I have a reason for this. I have a reason why I pulled this one up first. I'm gonna go back because, like I said, he was a portly man. Nothing against that. He was large. He's a big guy. They've been talking about he, he's cruel and unusual, unusual, uh, cruel and unusual punishment in jail. Uh, you can obviously, you know, if he, he's been, um, he was arrested for hurting children. That's not a good time 
for uh, dudes in jail. Um, but the um, uh, what was I saying about that? Oh yeah, <laughs> dudes in jail. Sorry, guys. I got a lot going on. By the way, I had a cupcake right before the stream. Mm, I'm a little hyped up right now. This is great. Uh, so, Pass, how are you doing? Uh, so anyway, big dude goes into jail and then I saw this and I was just like, wow, his mugshot is there on the right. Look at him right now. I mean, that is, you know, I'm not. I'm not defending it or anything. I'm just like, that's just bad, man. I, I don't, I don't know. You know, he, the, I've read that he has uh, admitted to his wife that he did this. I really, I haven't read that yet. I don't know all the information behind it. I just want to talk about a human being. If this guy wasn't, let's say he, he isn't the devil. That's a, that's not cool. I mean, that's just, that's, ouch. And he's drooling here. And look at that shirt, man. That's a white t-shirt. And it's like putrid brown. Anyway, former pharmacy technician and accused uh, killer, Richard Allen. You guys, is this big enough? You guys follow me? Yeah, I think you can. Uh, Richard Allen confessed in a jailhouse phone call with his wife, during which he admitted to murdering Delphi, Indiana teens, Libby German and Abby Williams on a hiking trail in 2017. The revelation is contained in one of more than 100 court documents. All those are over there on Locals. I'd like to find, I haven't had a chance to go through them. And that's what, maybe we can look through some tonight and see if it says where he did this, but I don't know. Um, well, you know what? Hang on a second here. Uh, this is also, guys, let's not forget that this is the 4th of July weekend. And... <laughs> Rabbit, thank you so much. Snacks for White Rabbit. She needs some TLC. Yeah, she she does. And I'm trying as hard as I can to take care of her. Today was a um, it was a very long day. It was a 12 hour plus uh, day for her, and um, uh, we don't know how long mine is yet. But um, she did. She came in and she said, "Rub my back right here, where, where that spot is, where that where she's having the problems. Might be a pinched nerve or whatnot." And um, um, so, I mean, she's still hurting, but thank you, Rabbit. Thank you so much. And you know what is a shame is I still don't have, um, I've got one I've got planned. I've got one planned, but I don't have it yet. Um, mm, can't do that one. Um, uh, let's see here. Do I not have anything cool? Oh, yeah, I do. Duh. I'm so dumb sometimes. Uh, 
Guava Ball has a uh, public service announcement. Dollar Shave Club is cheap, expert. Thank you, Guava Ball. New pewter for White Rabbit. We were um, actually, uh, she's excited about that. She's And she's making that next step. She's she's going to be an adult. She's going to, she went from the phone to an iPad to a computer. It's, um, it, it's, she is, she's like a 12 year old girl. But thank you, Guava Ball. And yeah, I probably do need a shave, don't I? Yeah, I was going to say, if Caitlin's here, because I was thinking about this uh, before I got on. It's like, if you ever have to do something, like you're thinking like, oh, I need a shave. Like, I need to cut my hair, too, right? Don't think, if you're a streamer, don't think, oh, I can do that later. If you have the opportunity and you're thinking about it, do it at that moment. If you don't, you end up getting on stream like this, looking like this, and you have uh, people call you out like this. Thank you, Guava Ball! Um, all right, let's get back on here to this. Uh, the uh, so it's, uh, there's a, over a hundred court documents. In the, the tranche. Oh, I like this word. It's either misspelled or that's a cool word. Of uh, filings also specifies for the first time that autopsies found the two girls were knifed. Excuse me, at, knifed to death after Allen allegedly abducted them by brandishing a gun. Several articles of the girls' clothing were missing from the crime scene, including a pair of underwear and a sock, the document says. Alan, a 50-year-old father of two. Let's take a moment on that. That's 50? Hmm. Um... Fifty-year-old father two was arrested in October. October is when the arresting date was uh, for the shocking double homicide, which had kept the small town Delphi, a suburb of Lafayette, on edge for years. According to a filing made public on Wednesday, Allen called his wife Kathy on April third. I needed that date. I'm so glad. Some six months after he was booked into the Westfield Correctional Facility in the northwest corner of the state, in the phone call, uh, Richard M. Allen admits several times that he killed Abby and Libby. Wow. I mean, that was just a couple months ago, guys. So this was a six-year-old. This is a six-year-old case. And that will be, it's almost up three months ago. He called up his wife. He said he did it. And the first thing that goes to my mind is, did he do it? Did this man do it? Say he did it. Or this man? This doesn't look like a... I don't know. Um, okay, let's see here. Uh... Noting that a transcript of the call says Allen confessed several times within the phone call and that he committed the offenses as charged. Allen's wife ended the phone call abruptly after the alleged confession, according to the filing. 
Allen also admitted to investigators that he had been walking on the same trail where the girls were found, cops said. Uh, during a court hearing earlier this month, Carroll County Prosecutor Nick uh, said Allen had made, uh, had in fact made multiple confessions to multiple people since his arrest. Allen's attorneys have attempted to downplay the news, arguing that their client's mental health has degenerated while locked up. At one time, Rick is saying one thing, another, he's saying something else. Wednesday's document dump also includes a handwritten letter from a fellow inmate of Allen's who claimed to have witnessed other inmates calling Allen a kid killer and telling him to commit or to off himself. Um, oh, wow. Oh, that's cool. Hang on a second. Yahoo News is quickly becoming my favorite news. Now, we're going to look at this one, too. Oh, wow, this is really cool. Um, okay. Um, telling him to always himself in a separate filing, Allen's defense team says Allen was recently exhibited, recently exhibited various psychotic symptoms, which counsel would describe as schizophrenic and delusional that his memory is failing, and that he is demonstrating an overall inability to communicate rationally with counsel and family members. That is, uh, it's the uh, Ron Jeremy defense. Yes. <sighs> Sorry, I have my air conditioning vent over here turned off. I had to turn it on because I have a blue dog behind me. It's heating up the room. Um, I may have to go get some water too. This is um, a lot deeper than I thought it would be. Uh, the conditions under which um, uh, Mr. Allen is forced to endure are akin to that of a prisoner of war. I mean, that's that's pretty bad. What's happening on Discord? Hang on, guys. I'm trying to see if I'm missing anything. Okay. For some reason, I think I've got another. I've got a Discord. I joined and didn't think about it, and it's beeping on me. Um, sorry, y'all. The, the life of a streamer, right? Um... Allen reportedly began refusing to eat or sleep for days on end, broke a tablet computer he had been given by jail staff, and had been wetting down paperwork he got from his attorneys and eating it, according to another document filed by prosecutors. Honestly, when he said wetting down paperwork, I was not thinking they are going to say eating it. Uh, at, the time, at the same time, prosecutors suggested Allen might be faking aspects of a supposed condition, arguing that his defense team only started making claims about their client's declining psychological state after Allen reportedly confessed his guilt to his wife. Well, you know, that's not that far-fetched, okay? I mean, you got you to gotta think to yourself, if you're the, the defense attorney and your client, you're being told your client is admitting to this, you got to be going, what? What's he admitting to? What's he saying? He's not admitting to anything. What are you... Wait a second. I need to see my client right now. 
And then you, you go in and you just start thinking to yourself, what's happened here to this guy? You know, and you ask you, you ask someone from your firm to come in and check him out. You get a fresh set of eyes and somebody comes in, they go, I recognize that, man. This guy's got blah, blah, blah condition, or at least he's um, showing symptoms of it. So because this guy, his attorneys, um, uh, his attorneys aren't paid. He can't afford his attorneys. So I don't know. Uh, and you know, it's, and also this guy worked at CVS. All of a sudden, do we really think he's an Academy Award winning actor? He might be. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying though, that's a, you gotta put, I mean, you gotta hold a, a storyline together for a long time. That's why I don't like lying. I'm like, I don't lie. I, I can't do it because I'm too stupid to remember lies. It's pointless. I'd rather just own up to it. Like, I'm not intentionally doing anything wrong. I do a lot of things wrong, though. I do do a lot of things wrong. And I just said do-do. That's awesome. Okay. Um, his behavior has gotten to uh, return to what it was. Uh, oh, wait, hold on. A team made up of two psychiatrists and one psychologist evaluated Allen April 14th and determined that Allen did not need involuntary medication, that he had begun to eat and sleep again. Uh, his behavior has begun to return to that. It was prior to making the admission. Uh, we'll see. So right there, that's it. So he had two psychiatrists and a psychologist look at him. And now his behavior is going back to the way it was before his admission. So just flag that. I mean, that's something to think about as this goes forward. Remember that. I'll forget tomorrow. I'll forget by the end of the stream. What am I talking about? Libby and Abby went for a walk together. Now, this is really sad if you don't know the, the story. Um, and I don't think I've finished the, the whole thing about uh, their story. They went on a walk together on, eight, on February 13th and never returned. Their bodies were discovered two days later along. This is it. Along with a brief video on Libby's phone, which detectives said showed a man, now thought to be Alan, walking towards them on a narrow bridge. Down the hill, the man can be heard saying, an unspent 40 caliber round later traced to a farm owned by Allen was found between the two girls. Um, remains, the police said. A newly released court document says, oh, wait, hold on. And this is what's great about Yahoo. If they say a newly released court document, they send you right to that one. Uh, said that in a search of Allen's home, detectives recovered a SIG 226, 40 caliber semi auto hand, numerous knives and sheaths. Ooh, maybe, was he in Idaho? Uh, and several articles of potentially incriminating clothing, like a blue jacket. Uh, he has pleaded not guilty to two counts of felony murder. His trial, felony murder. That's funny. Felony murder in Tennessee is when you are, if you're the getaway driver, and somebody dies in the commission of a crime, you can be charged with felony murder. Uh, it's not a capital offense. Could you guys hear that? That was Brown Dog pouting. He just flopped outside the door. I feel so bad for him. I mean, so like, Brown Dog, I love him to death. and But he doesn't like being in here while I'm talking. So he asks to leave. You know, he begs to get out. But he'll, he'll lay outside my door. And after a stream, I can hear his tail start to go. He knows I'm going to come see him. Ah, 
It absolutely breaks my heart. I would give anything for him to be in here. You know what? We can blame White Rabbit because she won't let the door be open. <laughs> and listen to me talk the whole time. <laughs> I'm joking. No, but I mean, that's just... <sighs> I just feel feel awful about it. Um, okay, so that's the story with Richard Allen. That's what we know so far. That is from Yahoo News. Now, there is... Um, no? We're just going to dismiss that. How come that's gone? No, I'm not a subscriber. I don't want to do that. Subscribe now. I don't want to subscribe. Well, they had, I had an article here that said how the police found out. And it was blocked. They hate paywalls, man. I mean, I understand they got to make money, but for crying out loud, that's just not cool. I'm all right. Not going to do that one. Daily Beast. Um, what's this one? Such responsible motion for discovery. No, that's not it. Um, all right, this that one's not it. This is objection, defense, motion to suppress. So that was the that thing. What happened to Well, that's not even a thing. Just see, you guys can tell I don't read these before I, I do. I go live with them. Um... Okay, so everything's a scribbed file. So you can actually find the full document. It's 200-something pages. Is this? Hang on a second here. Hang on. Oh, wait a second. Oh, wait. I may have had this. Hang on, guys. Hang on. I'm looking for the good stuff, okay? Hang on. How far down am I on this? Four. Okay. Uh, the defendant currently is incarcerated. The defendant has been seen on a regular basis. Uh, the defendant is meeting with the warden. False defendant. Four to seven hours. time. No. I need the... That's not the affidavit I wanted. All right, so here we go. We're going to go over here. Let me see. Where is that one? Delphi Murders. Okay. So what I've got is I'm going to go to... We've got the actual document over here, which is nice. It's nice when somebody else does the work for you because, like I said, it's 200 and... Uh, what are we on here? 283 pages. 
I could go over all 283 if you want to. Um, oh, bless you so much. Thank you. White Rabbit rules. I got a water. Thank you so much. Oh, I love her so much. Um, I'm going back and reading chat. Yes, I know, guys. I'm interrupting your chat. I apologize. All right. Um, yeah, that makes that bigger. Okay. And, nope, wrong thing. Delphi murders. Delphi murders suspect Richard Allen confessed to killing two girls in jail calls, court documents. Now, um, Carroll County Prosecutor Nicholas, whatever, asked judges to close Allen's medical records in June and June finally because the defendant has admitted that he committed the offenses that he is charged with no less than five times while talking to his wife and his mother on the public jail phones available at uh, the corrections office. Um, he has made incriminating uh, statements implicating himself in the crime. Uh, his attorney added that his client statements were inconsistent and unreliable because of Allen's mental health is apparently deteriorating in prison. Okay, now. Can I make this full screen? Ah, why did I do that? Let's see here. Can I make this bigger? Nope. Oh, wrong way. I made it smaller, didn't I? No, that is full screen. Well, that was horrible. Oh, here we go. Right, let's see if that will not, if that will, ah, don't move on me. Okay, here we go. Wrong thing. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Read, ah, it is the unsealed document. And this is way too big is what happened. Okay. Uh, states of, uh, why is that jumping? State, now comes the state of Indiana. This is the state's objection to the defendant's motion uh, for uh, order on continuing uh, continuing disclosure of defense mental health records. Now comes the state of Indiana, prosecuting attorney Nicholas McLeland, and especially objects to the defense motion for order on continuing disclosure of uh, defendant's mental health records and in support of said motion states the following. Ah, sorry guys. I want you to make sure you guys can see that. Okay, good. So I, I suck. I know I'm bad. Okay, just hang on with me. Uh, the state is yeah on June 7th. So that is only a couple weeks ago. The defendant filed a motion for order on continuing disclosure of defendant's mental health records, asking the court for an order to the Indiana Department of Corrections and the Carroll County Sheriff's Department to release. Uh, Richard Allen's mental health records. The state filed a motion to, for leave of the court. Uh, the defense filed a motion to quash the subpoena filed by the state, saying that the subpoena violated the defendant's privacy rights and that the records requested are irrelevant as there is are no pending matters pertaining to the defendant's propensity to stand trial, nor has the defense of insanity been raised. And there's a bunch of sirens. That the state believes these records are relevant due to the allegations of lack of competency made by the defendants. Okay. 
competency uh, to stand trial. Uh, defendant's emergency motion to modify safekeeping order. Why does that go from one to two? Do you see that? I mean, one to three. Duh. Why is that going from one to three? What is happening here? What happened? Why did that go? What is happening? Why is this? We're just going to reload it. See what happens. All right, there we go. Okay. There, now we got two back. Okay. I'm not going to enlarge it. You guys are just going to have to trust me while I'm reading. Defendant's motion to reconsider and request for a due process hearing, along with various letters and emails from the defense stating that the defendant's mental stability and competency are in question since his stay at the uh, Indiana... Uh, Department of Corrections. That the defense even calls into question the defendant's competency in their motion for order on continuing disclosure of the defendant's mental health records. That the subpoena filed by the state only requested the mental health records for the defendant for the time that he had been incarcerated. In their various court communications, the defense has implied that although Richard Allen was competent uh, at the onset of this case, since he has been incarcerated, he has become incompetent. So they're blaming the system. It's a bold move. That the defendant has admitted that he committed the offenses that he is charged with no less than five times while talking to his wife, and his mother on the public jail phones available at the Indiana Department of Corrections, that the state believes that these admissions are going to be challenged by the defense because of a lack of competency of the defendant. The state is concerned about the ability to respond to the motions filed by the defense without knowing if the defendant is competent or not. The state would have no objection to this motion if the records were presented to the state as well. Therefore, the state objects to the defendant's motion for uh, order on continuing disclosure of the defendant's mental health records and would ask the court to deny the same, respectfully submitted. So this is the state's answer, looks like, to um, the defendant saying, hey, like, you know, I don't want my mental health records to be released because, and it's, I mean, it's Indiana. You guys have to realize every state's different. Um, and... Uh, Once the state gets this, even though it's sealed, I mean, you know, it, it's going to get, I don't know. I, I don't know what, what their play is here. I don't know. I, I've not thought about it. I uh, don't have an easy answer. What I do have is that in the state's response, they said that he admitted five times. And this is a very, uh, I think this is a damning sentence that the state did this intentionally. To put that in there. Hmm. Indiana police say Jeremy used her cell phone to snap images of a man walking across the railroad bridge shortly before her and William's bodies were found. 
Prosecutors say they linked Allen uh, to the crime after investigators found an unspent bullet at the scene that had been cycled through. But how did they even know he had the, the gun? I've got to turn that off. Approximately 100 documents are unsealed in Allen's case on Wednesday after journalist and Canadian attorney David Greenling, who co-hosts the Murder Sheet podcast uh, and have been closely covering the Delphi murder case, petitioned the court to release them. We are extremely gratified by Judge Gull's swift ruling and our adherence to transparency. Uh, we are also pleased that the other parties in the case have agreed that this is in the interest of both public and the case to allow for widespread viewing of court documents. Uh, of course, Prosecutor McClellan and his defense attorneys, Baldwin and Rossi, will still retain the ability to file motions to seal certain sensitive documents whenever it is appropriate and necessary to protect Richard Allen's rights, the privacy of civilians, or any ongoing investigative angles. Now, that is a weird statement to me. Okay? Hey, talking trash and truth, how are you doing? So, right here, oh, awesome, awesome, Lister. Um, so, right here, it says, of course, prosecutors and defense attorneys will retain the ability to file motions to seal certain sensitive documents. Well, yeah, they're going to retain the ability. They're of counsel. That's a stupid thing to say. Now, the thing that gets me is motions to seal certain sensitive documents. How do you get a jury? How do you get an untainted jury? That's always a question. Right? How do you get the get a jury that hasn't heard this, hasn't seen You know, it's like mugshots. People are really uppity, or at least for a while. People were like, oh man, you got mugshot, you know. And they would show that, like, as in like that person was guilty of something. I hate to tell you guys, but if you have a driver's license with your picture on it, you have a mugshot. Um, anyway, yeah, this is a, um, you know, I, I'll, as distasteful as I think this is, I got to hand it to them. The, uh, what they call themselves? The killing sheets. What's this podcast? The murder sheet. They got their name out there. They added that the unsealing of documents is a big win for the public and the press and will likely help dispel misinformation surrounding the case and encourage greater faith in Indiana's criminal justice system. Well, I think it, um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't like the word misinformation. That is, that's a word that's from, um, um, state-ran media of communist countries. Um, or is that disinformation? I don't know. Same thing. Uh, we're grateful to uh, Shay Hughes for his assistance in this process, including drafting the filing. They said, this whole situation is also a good lesson. Oh, they're teachers. For anyone pushing for greater transparency, sometimes when you're struggling to obtain the information you're seeking, all you have to do is keep asking around. Yeah, it's called Sunshine Laws. Um, so these comments are here. Hopefully another inmate will get their hands on. Hmm. I see we're leading them to the fathers. All right. Good work by law enforcement. 
This guy made major mistakes. It's not the smartest criminal yet. <laughs> if he's not the smartest criminal, why is he free for three years? Uh, I remember being a teenage girl. I don't remember. I don't have that memory. Public B heading in the right, wrong direction. Uh, I didn't think they would ever solve this. Is it solved? I don't know. I mean, the defense attorneys say it isn't. Where you at CVS, you'd think someone would have recognized him or a co-worker would have added it up. Yeah, everybody knew who it was. Now, I got to hand it to uh, Texas Jen. She told me this guy was guilty as all get out. And I said, I don't know. Yeah, but, of course, though, I always uh, err on the uh, side of caution. And look at both sides of the, of the coin. I like I like a strong defense. I think the uh, prosecution has too much power. It was a lot of things. Um, maybe this is why I like Steve Gosney so well. He's the uh, the uh, attorney I always wanted to be, but will never uh, can never make that. Um, let's see here. Um, Yeah, oh, that didn't go back out, and I did it. There we go. Okay. Yeah, it's, okay, so, Mike, you got a very good point. I mean, this guy could say sarcastically. Um, so, um, don't jump to conclusions, right? I think that's what Mike's saying here. There's always something you could do different. Uh, you know, and, and I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Well, I probably am wrong, but I'll tell you what, I hope I'm wrong. But what I ho hope though, is to put this out there that you guys start, you guys think about this stuff and you start, you know, you start moving those way y'all, how many of y'all were here when Ryan Upchurch came by? Okay. What'd he say? He likes to, uh, um, get those, uh, move those gears, right? Make people think. He put out some uh, outlandish things, and I was like, man, this guy, you know, at first I was like everybody else, I was like, this guy's a little out there, isn't he? And then all of a sudden I started catching on. It's like, he's saying certain words that people can't answer. And that's why I, I told him, I was like, I kind of get what you're doing. He's like, yeah, I'd like to get people's gears turning. And that's, that's the thing. We have to have critical thought. And you'll have a better time. Uh, so Caitlin says, five times sarcastically, plus the jail phone calls. Uh, should be audio we can hear, not just transcripts, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. We'll be able to hear the context. Um, you know, you, just think about it. What's a case where you get the, um, the audio? I know I've heard it before, but it's, I can't think of anything. Uh, yeah, he doesn't look right. Now, here's something. There's Do I still have that picture of him up? No. Yeah, hang on a second. All right, let me put this back up.
Does that look like a guy that wants to live? Hey, Jacob Castro. How you doing, buddy? Is this guy in the red there? I mean, look the way his shirt is. It looks like a human trash can. I'm sure that's what they're using him as in jail. You know, and that's something Steve Gosling had a guy on a few weeks ago about the people that are uh, wrongly accused by police. I was like, this is another gear, gear moving moment. Again, guys, I'm not saying that's what happened. I want to be that 1% though. 99% of people say he's guilty. Okay. But if he was guilty and we were done, what's the next stream? That's boring. We don't have a conversation here. We don't get to talk. We don't get to act like investigators. That's what I'm trying to do. Maybe I'm, uh, tell me I'm failing. I'll go back to talking about rainbows and puppy dogs or something like that. Uh, look up uh, Joseph D'Angelo, Golden State Killer. He went into a wheelchair following his DNA matches arrest. They quickly found out he wasn't as old and decrepit as they thought. That's interesting. Um, I don't know about this case. Uh, only what I've he uh, heard. I know there's been many scapegoats. I just, I don't just assume anything one way or the other. That's a good point. I've heard lots of jail calls. They even played some Lori Vallis joke. Oh, okay. Uh, he looks extremely unwell. I've spent time in psych units, and he fits looking like that, in my opinion. Yeah, hey, where's uh, Sage Forensics? She's our, uh, um, usually our person on this stuff. And, of course, Jim with no filter. Please remember to hit that like button. Subscribe, too. Yes. Because uh, it's all about fueling our algorithms here. Let's see, Caitlin. Uh, but also, I don't know if Murdoch was guilty and he quickly changed in jail. Is that the guy in South Carolina? You know what's a good one to, to watch? If you have, it might have been on Netflix. We don't have Netflix anymore. Um, White Rabbit heard about cuties. She saw... <laughs> Where she looked up where the scenes were, she went and saw them, and she said, I think she saw one. And she said, Nope. And she told me, She goes, Hope you don't mind, but I canceled Netflix. I said, I heard about cuties about five days ago. I didn't say anything to you because I was waiting to see what we were going to do. I haven't seen it since. But the movie Dirt, Motley Crue's story, I really enjoyed that. That's the last thing I saw in there. Um, Yeah, if this guy is uh, um, in general population, yeah, he's in hell. And he is. They say that they've got him um, in solitary. Now, if you guys, are you familiar with jail? Let's see here. Uh, police delirium or uh, uh, jail delirium. It's a condition where people in solitary confinement, uh, they found they, w they went nuts, absolutely went nuts, uh, certifiably cuckoo. Um, so check that out. It, it's kind of a cutting edge thing. It's one of the things that was brought up during the George Floyd 
uh, stuff when he was held down, one of the newer police officers said, hey, what do you think about police delirium? Because that's a serious condition. I could, obviously, look what happened to George. You get in a panic mode when you can't move. And it can lead to things like heart attacks, stuff like that. Um, oh, he went from 230 to 175 pounds. Is that this guy did or um, the uh, Golden State killer? Yeah, he's more he looks confused, I think. What you know bothers me of all this, his hand. This hand right here that's like bent upwards. I don't know why, but that's what really, really gets me. Um oh, he is in solitary confinement. Hey, ugly truckling, how are you doing? Haven't seen you in a while. Boy, I'm glad to see you. How's how's stuff out on the road? Uh man, it's always it's great seeing I miss you guys when you aren't around. And I'm always glad to see you guys back. Um let's see here. Yeah, he'd be in trouble in the general population. You're very right. Very right. Oh, Murdoch lost that weight. I don't that was a case like before it got real big. A friend of mine who's an attorney uh, said, man, I can't believe you're not covering this. I was like, never heard of it, man. And uh, I kind of looked into it and then went away. And then you saw what happened. The case, I think, is what's interesting. I heard that the trial was uh, a little uh, boring. But the case was very interesting. Uh, hey, you know what? Congratulations. I know you'd be busy bad. I know busy can feel bad, but hopefully it's busy good. Now that's that's the main thing. Yeah, the hand got me. I thought maybe position of chains. It's just I don't know. It's it's like he's breathing. Like you know, it's just ah, it's just weird. Um, ooh, look at this. Why is that not showing? Oh, wow. Okay, thank you, Caitlin. Caitlin, you're good. You're really good. Uh, let's see here. Let's do this. I'm going to stop screen, and we're going to show. So this is, uh, what was it? What's his first name? Murdoch's first name? So this was him on the right. Right here, see, I'll be able to. Where my little cursor should be showing up. Oh, well, that's him on the right, that's him on the left. Man, look at the hair. That's a big one. I mean, it's like he lost his hair, too. Hmm. Uh, oh, Alex, thank you. Caitlin, thank you so much. 
Um, maybe he had a stroke. That's why I thought first when I saw that hand. It's funny how that hand's getting people. And that's just that's just a snap. Remember, pictures are a snapshot in time. It's just that one hundred thousandth of a second. See, I mean, his eyes could be empty and dead because uh, he POS, or they could be that way from our penal system. Well, let's see here. Let's go back. Let me share screen again on this. So that's when he gets arrested. It's on the right. And loves the way he is now. And that shirt's what gets me. Mm. Uh, hair loss from stress. That's crazy. Um, he got convicted. Murdoch got convicted, didn't he? Now, hold on, Caitlin. I'm not going to let you off the hook. I find these so fascinating. Oh, look, you updated your avatar. Um, so you find these so fascinating. Explain. Or expand, expand. Listener says the eyes are dead in the mugshot. So you know, if if all this ends up being true, um, yeah, the process is the punch rate. Jacob, I've seen that, and you're right. It's uh, uh, it's it's weird. It's not weird. It's just bad. Uh, how long between picks? It is. He got arrested in October, and so this is from October to now. At some point, I don't know the the date of the pick, but I just saw it, and that's why I was like, "Man, that looks that is weird." Um, <laughs> chicken grease stain. Yeah, I've seen that one before. I've seen that. Um. I don't know. So what do you guys think? What's uh what's the next thing? What what else has happened with it? Oh wait, I know here I want to show you this. This was something that uh reading that article brought up. I don't know what this guy's in jail for, but this is the uh oh yeah, let's see here. Hang on. Caitlin's answering my question. The transition of people in and out of the system, especially people who I'm unsure are guilty or innocent. They transform so much, and sometimes they don't. Dale Brooks looked the same from the day of the parade to the last day in court. But Daryl Brooks, though, had already been in the system. Right? So what about uh, uh, somebody new? I hate saying that new. He officially made the brain. Oh, God. Hey, Mike, how you doing, bud? Love that motorcycle. You told me what that was once, I think. I've already I've forgotten. Uh, what was I doing? I was going to show you guys this. Hang on here. 
So this person is the person that is convicted, okay, that said they heard, what's his name, Richard Allen's confession. Now, I want to, I'll give you guys a little insight here. So I had to do... Jails and jailers are always being sued for cruel and unusual punishment. And when they file suit, they write a letter, a handwritten letter like this, give it to the jailer, and the jailer has to give it to, like, uh, for, like, a cruel and unusual punishment. It goes to, like, federal court, usually. Federal court has a... The clerk will rewrite the letter into an actual filing for the person. And I just, so when you see like a letter like this, I mean, I know this is a, an expanded thing. I'm, that's what I had to deal with. Okay. Um, that was the case I had to deal with. So I'm just bringing that experience. I'm just telling you guys like this stuff, stuff man, it, it blew me away. Cause you, you know, Hollywood tells you like they have access to like, computers and, uh, all this stuff, and they can type things out, and they can get law degrees while they're in school. Nah, man, these dudes, like this dude was um, 72 sports. They're all awesome. Awesome. Uh, I always thought the sportster was great. Like the, um, what's the, the, I used to think I was going to get an 883 sportster when I got out at one time. And, um, nah. Uh, I'd love to see Sarah Ben right now. I wonder if she's changed much. Well, um, hey, Mind of Monsters, how are you doing? Uh, just covering a little bit of the um, Delphi stuff. It broke today. I can't believe that. Didn't find out for like two and a half hours. But going over some of the court documents, there's 283 pages. And you go to, um, let's see here. Hang on, let me do this. Do I know how to do this? Nope, I don't. All right, cool. I'm going to put this up. All right, I think I got that spelled right. So, that should be a link to my locals. I'm going to pin that to the top. So, all the documents are over there in PDF if you want them. And so, you don't have to worry about scribed or whatever. I hate that thing. Um, I'm blowing info dumb today. You're not dumb. Um, Mind of Monsters is a uh, is a longtime friend of the show, guys, and is um, a true crime person, and was um, uh, uh, streaming the other day, and it was, it was so great to see that come up on my feed. 
And I was so proud of her. She's really, really, really done an amazing job. Uh, I don't know how big her channel is or anything right now. Uh, it doesn't matter because the views on stuff, I mean, it just, you know, you'll you'll start hitting or not hitting. Just I'm just proud of her being up there streaming. It's just cool. And she's been on here with me uh, a couple times, I think. But anyway, let me get back into this. So, yeah, Mind of Monsters, you guys, check her out. Uh, good friend. And um, one day when she's, like, grown huge, maybe she'll have me on and be like, yeah, this is uh, this is the dork I followed when I was <laughs> – had like what? Like I think I first met you, you had a hundred subs or something like that. It was unbelievable. Um, Andrew, I'm a little wasted. That's cool. But I saw you on Aussie Overlord and you seem cool. Well, thank you, Andrew. It was a great stream over there that day. It was. Uh, it was funny. I, I stuck around. I love. I love Aussie. He's. Um, he's a genuinely good guy. A lot of people on YouTube in general aren't as pure as him and um he's just great he's just great rabbit's one of his mods and I mean, when he did that 24-hour stream i was like man anything i can do to help you i'll be happy to and so i got on there late and it was uh uh was it uh captain have fun came on and once captain have fun came on i was like Oh, I can't get off this now. It's I ended up like staying to like seven in the morning. Holy cow! But yeah, man, that's great. I'm so glad you're over here, Andrew. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> Ozzy's a great guy. I would love if Ozzy would uh, uh, stop by and say hi on stream sometime. He's um really cool. <laughs> yeah, I know. And you know that's here's the thing. We got we got to be um, we got to keep Ozzy. We can't let him get people. People try to corrupt you, and um, and that he's he's uncorrupt, unincorruptible. Am I saying that right? He's just really good. I want him to always know that he has friends. Um. Oh, thank you. Wait, hold on. Thank you. Love you, expert. You'll always be in my heart. Huge. <laughs> I will definitely have you as a guest. That will be awesome. That'll be awesome. I've caught a couple of your streams afterwards. Uh, well, you had one. It was a. Uh, I don't know, it was kind of scary. It was like, had, did you have the footage? Was it you that done it? It was like, uh, I don't know, you started walking down a dirt road. And some story about uh, uh, kidnapping or something. I don't know. Give me goosebumps. Uh, hey, Rabbit, great to see you. I know it's a good stream if you're body. Yeah, Rabbit is awesome. And um, uh, Rabbit is... Uh, um, I just found out last night that she's uh, wants to get to the point where she's coming up and hanging out with people. I was like, oh, yeah, anytime you want to. So uh, when we have uh, – and I say anytime you want to. When we're goofing off, <laughs> going up, um, I always am goofing off of my own head. So it looks like I'm goofing off. But I'm trying to uh, uh, keep focus on things. But Rabbit is so awesome. Um, just so cool uh, and she's a hero she's a, uh, a military vet that uh, has much more courage than any of us do I can't say any of us than I do I uh, wish I had a little bit more a little bit more wish I had a little bit of her courage um, rabbit again you are rabbit you don't have to, well that, 
<laughs> Guys, everybody, thank Rabbit. She just gifted five memberships. Uh, be sure that you have memberships turned on so you can get them. Oh, my. And thank Rabbit so much. Um, she's just she's just awesome. Um, I don't know how she does it all. It's the uh, triple cappuccino, triple espresso shots. All right, let me read this. So this was an inmate, right? This is the one that said that they heard Richard Allen confess. Uh, dear clerk of courts, oh, this is April 11th. That's just, again, guys, this is uh, two months ago, three months ago. I'm an inmate at Westfield Correctional Facility in the same unit. Isn't this weird, the, the handwriting? Because I don't know what this person's in, in there for. But, I mean, it's like, I wish my handwriting was that good. Uh, that uh, same unit that Richard Allen is being housed in, awaiting trial. Uh, Richard Allen is being abused and mistreated along with other inmates in Westville Control Unit restrictive housing. They are corrupt officers and ranking officers calling Richard Allen a kid killer, teasing him that he is a uh, visit that he has a visit from his family, phone is ringing on his tablet, inmates in cells. A1 and 102, Logan Osborne, A2207, inmate Riley, inmate cell A2204 and A2205, threatening to kill Richard Allen and telling him to kill himself. And these inmates have made these comments in front of Warden John Gallupu, ranking officers and officers. The sheriff has re uh, recorded on camera these inmates making these threats and suggesting to kill himself and has done nothing to stop it. I was not expecting this to say this. I have proof and evidence of assaults by ranking officers and officers on inmates, abuse and mistreatment and grievance and the governor's office of Budsman Bureau that have been mishandled and covered up because the Indiana Department of Corruption... Corruption... <laughs> That was a Freudian slip. Corrections is allowed to police itself with their office of investigation. Uh, intelligence is uh, investigation and intelligence. Sorry. I recently sent letters to the U.S. Department of Justice from Indiana State Representative Dr. Vernon G. Smith and from the U.S. Senate Judiciary Committee concerning the DOJ and FBI mishandling complaints on the Indiana Department of Correction and their facilities. On March 21, 2003, while in the same unit as Richard Allen, I, I attempted the uh, offing of himself and spent three days in the hospital due to staff and officer abuse and mistreatment. On April 9, 2002, I attempted to off myself and spent four days in hospital intensive care unit. The Indiana Department of Corrections or their mental health provider has provided me no mental health help or treatment. I correspond with a New York Times investigative reporter and her team at the University School of Law. University School of Law. I like that. And have made them aware of the assaults, abuse, and mistreatment going on here at Westville Correctional Facility 
and their uh, IDOC facilities. Please forward this letter to the judge in Richard Allen's case and his attorney's office and his attorneys because I have wrote to the organizations mentioned to expose the assaults, abuse, and mistreatment. Uh, respectfully submitted sincerely, Robert P. Burton. Oh, there you go. Uh, you guys, if you want to uh, be pen pals with Robert Burton, there's his address. Look at that. P.S. Richard Allen's attorneys just exposed the abuse and mistreatment in the news media and filed an emergency petition in the court. So, what do you think after, what do you think about this inmate's letter? Oh, T-Rex, how you doing, bud? Um, before you go to experts community tab and there's a members discord link. Yeah. If you can't find it, um, you can't get to discord. There's a link over there, but I'm connected with YouTube. So it should send you straight to discord. I don't know how that works. <laughs> you know, that uh, they want me to be a member of my own channel. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. I'll, I'll give you, uh, I'll, uh, <laughs> I, it's just, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, why didn't see T-Rex come in? <laughs> Caitlin, what do you snitches get? Come on, Caitlin. I, yeah, I know you know that one. What do snitches get? Um, but I love that. That's the that's the clip right there. Um, Rabbit, I'm trying to turn chat green. Well, Rabbit, God bless you. Um, it's it's you're, it's awesome. Thank you. Um, I'll see here. When I see sounds dark and disturbing, um, probably was. Yeah, probably was me. Oh, yeah, the, the case. Yes, yes. Um, let's see. Want to go back and see if I'm missing anything? Popping in right at the end. Mm. Rabbit, thank you for your gifts and your service. Thank you. I'm a member. Thank you so much, Rabbit. Guys, I want to take time and just thank Rabbit generally. She's just awesome. Sam wa staff wants him afraid to help control him. Okay, now I I agree with that, but with Richard Allen, I mean, that guy was a cream puff, right? When he got in there, and now he's um. Oh, wait. Thank you, Jen. I had Discord. It vanished, and I can't find it. It's been just... Yeah, Discord, you're just going to have to re-download the app. Uh, it's a... Discord, their last update, it has frozen up on me. It has taken... It is, like, one time I was like, why is everything going glitchy and slow on the computer? I looked into the resources, and they were being sucked dry by Discord. And um, then one day, I was like, nothing's happening. Like, why is nothing... Why is there no communications coming in or going out? And Discord just was like a happy little frozen world. Uh, see here. Caitlin knows the answer to the question. Did you change your avatar again? Caitlin. 
you know you're um, you're hiding. You're doing uh, no filter stitches. Yep. Um. Wait, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Memento Mori, how are you doing? I haven't seen you in a while. It is so great to see you again. I hope everything's okay. I hope that's uh, you are uh, um, doing well, and then that that's you were gone because he found better content, not because of uh, stress in your life. Uh, Andrew, welcome to One Hump Camels. Uh, thank you, Andrew. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, Memento Mori is awesome. I'm glad to see him here. New member. Uh, Tweety, Discord is evil. Di uh, Tweety says that because Discord uh, won't let her in. She'd love it if she was hanging out with us. Hey, Elizabeth, how are you? Why are there two Caitlins? Are there two Caitlins? Or just two Caitlin um, deals. Because you do have to be, I'm glad you said that, Elizabeth, because here's the thing, guys. Oh, dang it, I'm on my content channel again to comment. No, 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 that's fine. Uh, here's the thing, guys, but when you, I'm glad you brought that up, Elizabeth. Thank you. Because were you here when I got the, Tallywhacker Invasion. Oh, man, that's awesome. I've been working a lot, doing well. Thanks. That's awesome. That's awesome. I know people always say, it's like, y'all, I, you know, I don't like working. I don't like that. Man, it, it gives you something. It makes you feel feel good. Um. Clay R15. I have no idea who Mike is that you're talking about. Sorry. <laughs> um yeah, I was. I was. It was um because somebody did uh, they put up that they were somebody fake. I was like, "You know, I don't put up uh links." In the chat, I thought it was um, everything checked out until I said, okay, probably shouldn't do this. Then I got it. So, um, yeah, you missed it. I'm sorry. Wasn't much. Wasn't much. So, anyway, um, oh, it was Easter. Yeah, they did. That was it. Listen, they, they pretended to be listening. And it's funny, here's what happened. I I looked up and my viewers went shot way up. I was like, what's happening here? Like, what did I, what have I said? Am I is there a raid or something going on? And then it went after the thing, it went down. And then it shot back up again. I was like, Yeah, we're just gonna go to a a, a private thing. We're gonna go to a members only stream. So um yeah, it was uh wasn't much. So, uh, anyway, guys, okay, we've been talking for an hour and a half about this. Um, and I always try not to uh, keep you guys over two hours unless there's something really breaking. 
So tell me, is there anything I'm missing on the Delphi stuff? Is there something we need to cover? Are there questions you have for me? If I don't know them, I can find out the, if I, I, mean, I probably don't know the answer, but I can uh, hopefully find the answer for you. Um, Oh, wait a second. I forgot about this. Hang on. So this is the court file of um, Dog Mama. How are you doing? Um, and welcome to the camels. So here's here's one. I wanted to cover this. This is the, the um, what was it? We'll see here in a second. I'll pull it up and you guys can see this. Um, what is, is that the... Yeah, it's this one. Okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I just want to make sure I got the right thing. Um, yeah, stop that. And then... And all of this should be, again, if you go to uh, Locals... Go ahead and hit that follow while you're over there, please. I'm almost at 2,000 right now. 2,000 followers over there. So, yeah, I'll be spending more time, more and more time on locals to try to turn those uh, followers. You can, it's weird how that you have like followers, you have members, you have subscribers. Uh, and the subscribers, uh, I mean, like the members, that'd be, that's cool. Like, become a member, it doesn't cost anything for that level. Um, yeah, Mike, this is the Delphi killer. Yes. Um, yeah, it's almost 91% women here. Um, I think that's why they came in. Put on a show for the ladies. Uh, before he admitted to it, well, I'll, I'll tell you what, Mind of Monsters, this is the way I try to look at things. If 99% of the people are saying that he, he is guilty, then I want to be part of that one percent arguing against that, not because I want him to be innocent, but I want to think about it. I want to get the the I want you to to have that critical thought pattern, you know, just start thinking in, in deeper ways, get those gears turning in your head. Like, well, what about this? Uh, you know how it is in true crime. We're, we're very quick to accuse and very slow to admit we're wrong. So, which I'm always wrong. So I, I'm I'm good at that. But um, yeah, he uh, you know now guilt. I'm gonna his defense attorney say that uh, he um, uh, said it under like duress, and you know it's Fourth of July week. We're gonna say innocent until proven guilty. Got it. We gotta defend that. But. Um, You wouldn't expect anything less benefit of the doubt. I just do it. Let's walk off. Let's let's see all four corners before we jump. Yeah. Let's make sure the deep end is really deep. 
not man. Okay, I'm gonna go over this. Let's uh, move this so you guys can see it better. Let's see if I can make this any bigger. That's what she said. Wait, what? Um, okay, so this is um, the search warrant. Okay, that was the, they searched his house and everything. How, why can I get rid of this? Oh, look at this. No, I want to do like 150%. Well, that didn't work, did it? Why, why was that? Oh, there we go. 200% works. There we go. Okay. Now you guys will be able to see that. Yeah, y'all can see that. All right. So, search warrant that got all the stuff. This is the thing that in the article was talking about was uh, where they got the... Um, uh, how they got, how they came about to getting the gun. Let's see here. He, uh, just this past May, the defendant filed a motion to suppress evidence seized as a result of a search warrant on October 13, 2022. Uh, the defense alleged that the search warrant was unreasonable. Of course, you're going to say that. This is just um, boilerplate type stuff. It's just going to be rubber stamped in there. You know, it's unreasonable according to the these provisions, the state constitution, the federal constitution. Um, September 22, while reviewing the evidence, that in September 2022, while reviewing the evidence and the investigation into the murders of Abigail and Liberty, oh, that was her name? I always heard Libby. Uh, investigators uh, discovered an interview that was done with Richard Allen in 2017. Now, I remember them talking about him interviewing, like, he volunteered. He was like, yeah, I've got nothing to hide. Uh, he, I want to make sure that I am not uh, accused of anything. Um, you know, go ahead and interview me. Ask what you want to do, and we'll get this thing going. Let's hear that in a 2017 interview, Richard Allen admitted being on the uh, trail that day that uh, Abby and Libby w went missing. He said that he was on the trail between 1.30 and 3.30, and that while he was on the trail, he was using his phone. Um, investigators invited Richard, oh, this is the 13th of October, uh, Richard and his wife Kathy to speak to them and follow up on the interview done in 2017. Could you imagine that? I mean, five years later. Oh my gosh, if you guys could hear that, that barking back there, that's brown dog having a dream. Mama's asleep, so now they're probably both awake. Um, both Richard Allen and his wife came in. I mean, five years later, it's like, why am I being called in? If you get, I'll tell you what, guys. You want a little, you want a little uh, expertise, okay? Well, nothing I say is legal advice, okay? I don't practice I'm out of that world. But if you ever, want, you want some expertise. If you get called in, this is this seems like common sense when you say this, but it never people don't ever do this. They always think, uh, uh, 
Chris Owens, how are you doing? Do the documents also say what else was said in the audio besides guys down the hill? The article read earlier just said it was uh, down the hill. I don't know. I just I just got this stuff right before I started streaming. Uh, go to my locals. I've got pinned at the top of the chat here. And it is, uh, I've got the 283 pages of documents uh, in this case. And I might... Uh, um, if you guys want, I might read it. Um, so he knew people had seen him on the bridge. Hmm. Thank you, Rabbit. Look at that. This channel doesn't give legal advice. It's for education and entertainment only. Let's take that education out. Because I'm not teaching you anything. <laughs> it is loose-fitting comedy. I am a dummy. Um, let's see. There's a lot. It's worth a read. I was listening earlier. I'm going to read it on my own. Yeah. Um, let me know if you find anything cool. Because, <laughs> oh my gosh, I've got so much stuff. I've got a backlog of books now. I didn't read, guys. I didn't buy a book in college or law school. I'm one of those people. I just like sat there and listened. Um, don't like reading books. I like reading comic books. I like reading magazines. I like reading um, the internet. I like reading like you know little articles and stuff. I don't like reading books. They're heavy. There's a lot of words that are hard. You shouldn't listen to me. I'm an idiot. Uh, so let's see here. Uh, the investigation learned from those interviews of Richard. Oh, yeah. So my expertise is if you get, uh, if you ran a stop sign, and five years later the police say, I want to talk to you about that stop sign you ran five years ago. You, hey, Huck, how you doing? Wisconsin. Oh, wow. I've got it. Will somebody make sure that I... Uh, I've got to go through all of Huck's stuff, man. I'd love to talk to... Uh, I'd love to talk to his dad. I mean, it should be so cool. We could do a, an off-stream interview. Short one. Just be like, how did you do this? I mean, you got to be so proud. Um, but anyway, let me get back to this real quick. Sorry, guys. Uh, yeah, but if you get called back for running a stop sign five years later, just say, you need to talk to my attorney. And they say, well, who's your attorney? You say, um, I need a look. I'll, I'll, be, I'll get back to you. No, you get back to, with me. I'm not talking to you. Arrest me. I'm going to ask for an attorney. And then you guys are going to pay for it. Uh, sorry. You guys really need to find me. I'm, I'm bad. All right. Uh, so, uh, so um, Richard and Kathy came to the interview on their own October. They were not under arrest and were free to leave the interview at any time. That's what I was just saying. 
The investigators learned from these interviews that Richard Allen reaffirmed that he was, in fact, on the trails that day. I would have said, I don't remember. Because I don't. How do you remember something from five years ago? Uh, reaffirmed that he was, in fact, on the trails, uh, went missing, and further admitted to being on the high bridge. Yeah, I was right there, right where the girls were. Right where you got all that evidence. I was there. He also told investigators that he was wearing blue jeans and a blue or black Carhartt jacket with a hood and that he was wearing a head covering. That's exactly what the guy is wearing in the video, which was all over the internet. I guess he was worried about his search history being looked at. Uh, that further, Richard said that he did own guns, but the guns were in his home. Again, he didn't have to say anything. They said that at the beginning. He was free to leave. If he kept his mouth shut, he never would have been arrested. I don't know if this guy was smart enough to do this. Uh, the investigators learned from Kathy and Richard uh, still had guns and knives in the home, along with a blue Carhartt jacket. The investigators believed a firearm was involved in the abduction and murder. Uh, an unspent 40 caliber round was found between the bodies. And the investigators believed a knife was used in the murder. Uh, the clothes that Richard Allen described wearing the day he was on the trails matched the description of a man seen on the bridge from a video taken by Libby's phone. Uh, it was also gathered that Richard Allen still possessed the firearms, knives, and clothing that he said, uh, and said items were in his house. That based on this information, investigators prepared a probable cause affidavit with a search warrant for the home. Uh, the probable cause affidavit covers all the information the law enforcement had gathered in the investigation up until October 13th. The investigators applied for a search warrant, and the same was granted by the judge. Heron attached to exhibit one. The investigators went to the residence, knocked on the door, and executed the search warrant around 5 p.m. I can't believe none of these addresses are redacted. Uh, search was complete uh, two hours later. Finnett and his wife were asked to be out of the residence while the search warrant was executed, but were allowed back in the residence immediately afterwards. I wonder what they watched on TV that night. Investigators found several items in the residence, including firearms and electronic devices, all of which outlined in the search warrant attached to States Exhibit 2. The search warrant, uh, to be valid, it must be accompanied by an affidavit that establishes probable cause which is a sufficient basis of fact that exists to permit a reasonably prudent person to believe that a search of the premises will uncover residents of the crime as Guardo v. State. So this right here is another one of those rubber stamped uh, things I was talking about. The Indiana Code, Indi <laughs> the Indiana Code, Indiana Code, that's weird, uh, 3533-5-2 specifies the minimum information necessary to establish probable cause, which is as follows. Now, this is this is actually, this is total nerd stuff. And yes, I'm going to read it because in Indiana, this is how you establish probable cause. Information particularly describing the house or place must be searched and the things are researched for. So, um, let me, 
Guys, it's been a long time since I've thought about how you establish probable cause. Probable cause and reasonable suspicion are things you always hear about in court stuff. Probable cause is the most, all these are restrictions against the government. And probable cause is like the most stringent restriction. Okay, so if like reasonable suspicions out here, probable cause is here. So it's like uh, uh, certain things, certain, um, um, let's say like a car, if you get pulled over and uh, it, it's, it is all about the, the uh, was it low hanging fruit? Fruit of the poisonous tree doctrine is that oh well you know it's just it's so easy to get this stuff, but it's if people have a right to privacy, all right. So you have to be very specific. The more private something is, the harder it is to get a probable cause for something. Uh, it's like um, uh, in your car, you do this every day. If you have a a, a like a sedan, your trunk has a lot more protection than a SUV does. The back of an SUV is not considered, that's considered part of the inside your car. It's something that's reasonable suspicion could cause them to be able to search the back of your SUV. Whereas like for a car, a sedan to take probable cause because you're opening up a separate uh, compartment. God, it's been so long since I've tried to, to do all this stuff. It's like it's, now I feel stupid trying to explain it. I understand it when I see it. I understand when I talk about it. I don't know how to teach it. Uh, I apologize. Hey, Donna T, how are you doing? Um, <laughs> wait time for the MRI is very long. Well, I was horrible and I had to keep doing it over. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's that's awful. Uh Okay, so this right here, Chris Owens, between Allen's and the Kleins. So that is, I knew that somebody was going to ask that. I don't, I never followed the case back to that. And there are people that know that forward and backward. Matter of fact, if Texas Jen, I don't know where she is. She's disappeared. Probably because she knows all this stuff. She knows about the Kleins forward and backwards. I'm not a, I don't know this stuff. Um, Melissa Mori. Good night, sweet dreams. Uh, I hope to see you soon. I'm glad you've been busy. All right, let's see. Let's, uh, oh, wait, I got to put this back up, don't I? Duh. Uh, all right, so information. So this is what they're talking about, and this is what the statute is saying. This is outlining for probable cause. So you have to describe the house that we search and the things you're searching for. Um, you know, okay, I had a criminal law professor. He was a uh, former uh, Court of Appeals, Court of Criminal Appeals uh, uh, judge. And he got pulled over for speeding once. And the officer said, can I search your car? And he said, no. I, I was speeding, write me a ticket. You know, I was just fishing. He really did. He lived in a small county. He grew up in a small county, and he went back home. He was going fishing. He gets pulled over for going like 10 miles an hour, 15 miles an hour over speed limit. State trooper says, can I search your car? He's like, what for? 
And he, he said, no, here's the thing. Because the crime is speeding. What in speeding does searching your car, what does that warrant? And the judge says, he looked at him, he says, why? What are you going to, uh, what are you looking for? My speedometer? <laughs> you going to use that for evidence against me for speeding? And the uh, the state trooper wasn't too happy with him. Uh, said some very bad words. Said, uh, "Give me your license and registration." Threatened, you know, to arrest him and all this stuff. And uh, I think he said, "Like I could have, you, I can pull you out of your arrest right now." And the judge was like, "Why? How? You know, whatever it was, he just upset the guy." The part I love is the state trooper goes back. He runs his records. He comes back and he says, um, "Sir, I would like to uh, apologize to you." And um, let me have that ticket back I just wrote you. And the judge said, oh, no. No, 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 no. I'm keeping this ticket. I'm going to pay my fine. I'm going to go to court, and I'm going to uh, pay my fine. Because the last thing he's going to do is have his ticket fixed. It's already been given to him at that point. But it was just a funny story. Once he found out that the guy was a criminal appeals judge, he had special uh, treatment. Uh Let's see here. Information alleging substantially the offense in relation thereto and that the uh, affiant believes that his good cause to believe that the things sought are concealed in that place and that they are attempting to search or the person to be arrested committed the offense described and and all these uh, yes and uh, information setting forth the facts known to the defiant through personal knowledge or based on hearsay constituting probable cause. Under the Fourth Amendment of the United States Constitution, the evidence needed to obtain a search warrant need not rise to the statute of facts necessary to obtain a conviction. The circumstances alleged in the affidavit need only lead a person of reasonable caution to believe that a crime has been committed. Reasonable caution. It's not the reasonably prudent person. Reasonable caution. Uh, that when the uh, suf uh, sufficiency of the search warrant is challenged under the Fourth Amendment by the defendant, as it is in, in this defendant's motion, the role of the reviewing court is to simply ensure that there was a substantial basis for finding probable cause reminding itself that it owes great defense to the initial probable cause determination and will not invalidate a warrant by interpreting probable cause affidavits in a hypo-technical rather than a common-sense manner. Now, that is a pretty recent Indiana case. Hyper-technical. That's a new term for me. I like that. Uh, now, here's my problem. Common sense. Is neither common nor makes sense. I don't know who the common sense uh, person is. Um, the clients were on social media with the girls, but they can't link them to Alan. Yeah, Don T confessed in a jail call to his wife, is what they're saying. Five times confessed, including his mother. Defense attorneys are saying that it was under duress and that he has been uh, badly mistreated. Uh, Donna T, let me show you real quick. This is what we're talking about here. We say badly mistreated. Um, 
This is him when he got the got um let's see, let me change that around. So this is him when he was uh booked, and this is him now. And we've looked at this uh for a long time. It's like look at the way he holds his hands, look at his shirt, uh it's just everything. Um it's just uh I don't know. Yeah, Tweety, uh, never agree to be searched. It's my thing. Why would you agree to that? It's like, no. I don't want you searching my car. Let me tell you what, I've been part of a, a police search of a vehicle. Cops ask, can I search your car? And I'm sitting there going, ooh. Wasn't my place to say anything. Or to say, yeah, man, you can search my car. I did not know how the interior of a Cadillac came apart until that night. I also know that the person who owned the car that was searched learned how to put an interior of a Cadillac back together. Because when the police are done, they walk away. And there's your back seat sitting in the middle of the road. It's not pretty. Um... Let's see, or are we, yeah, there we go. Back to this. Where is this? All right. Guys, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. Oh, that's a bad one. Let's get this out of the way. All right. And you guys, when I'm done with this, I'll show you guys what I was going to talk about tonight. It is so goofy. It's so far away from this. But this is good. This makes me feel good. I haven't done something like this in a long time. I'm glad you guys are here. Uh, to Helen back. How are you doing? Just got home. Wanted to say hi and hit the thumbs up. Thank you to Helen back. Uh, guys, oh, Clumsy, how are you? Two of my favorite people just walked in. That's awesome. Yeah, it's scary, isn't it, Donna? And that's, I, I talked about that some in the stream. It's a, uh, uh, if you get a chance, uh, check it out. Because a lot of people in the chat and stuff were talking about it. It's just, um, I don't know. It's just, it's it's crazy. Uh, the Fourth Amendment, the defendant's uh, motion of the role. Okay, the Watkins v. State. We just read that. Okay, under Article 1, Section 11 of the Indiana Constitution, the reasonableness of the search is determined by using the Litchfield test which looks at the totality of the circumstances and requires consideration of both the degree of intrusion into the subject's ordinary activities and the basis upon which the officer selected the subject of the search or seizure. That is a great way to remember that for everything. So the uh, totality of the circumstances requires consideration of the degree of intrusion. Degree of intrusion. I love that those words. They're just, they're poetic. Uh, if you want me out of the car, I think I'll walk her out for me. Oh my gosh. Rabbit. I love you, Rabbit. I really do. Rabbit is part of our family here. That is so awesome. I love having new family members. 
Um, so yeah, remember that it's the um, um, degree of intrusion. Uh, the inquiry uh, requires a balancing of the degree of concern, suspicion, or knowledge that a violation has occurred, the degree of intrusion, the method of the search or seizure imposes on the citizen's ordinary activities to the extent of law enforcement needs. So it's a three-part thing here. So the balancing is, was the degree of concern that, that the crime happened, the suspicion that it happened, or, now remember, or is a very important word. You got to look at words like uh, or and and. Man, you missed one of those. It's a huge difference. Or knowledge. So you either have to have a the degree of concern is number one. You either have to have, then you either have suspicion or knowledge that a violation has occurred. And then you have to weigh that against the degree of intrusion the method of search or seizure imposes on the citizen's ordinary activities. Like you can't take his uh, uh, tires off his car. I mean, think of it like that. Uh, let's see here. That the state believes that the affidavit uh, does uh, does meet the threshold to establish probable cause under the Fourth Amendment of the United States Constitution in, there, in that there was a substantial basis for finding probable cause and there is a high likelihood, based on the uh, evidence that investigators had, that there was evidence of the crime in the home of Richard Allen. Five years later, he had evidence in his house. But the state believes that the affidavit accompanied with the search warrant for the home of Richard Allen does establish probable cause under Article 1, Section 11 of the Indiana Constitution and does pass the Litchfield test of, for reasonableness under the totality of the circumstances. That the state believes that the affidavit establishes the items to be seized where the resident statements are made. Let's see here. We got 18 pages. How far does this go? Um, let's see. The evidence was reaffirmed uh, by Richard Allen and his wife, Kathy. Okay, this is it. Uh, investigators believed at the time they had enough probable cause to apply for a search warrant. Investigators also believed that they did not execute a search warrant on the residence immediately. There is danger that the defendant would destroy crucial evidence in the investigation. I might have a problem with that. Why do they think that now, after five years, he would destroy something? The investigators believe through their training and experience. Now, that's a big deal. You know, it's that cop intuition. It comes from training and experience. Uh, believe that there was a real chance the defendant would destroy evidence once he knew he was a suspect in the crime. Wherefore, the state has shown the actions of the officer were valid and justified, blah, blah, blah. That's the uh, prosecuting attorney. And here is the search warrant. Oh, that's what I was. Is that the one that we've read before? Have we read this one before? You are hereby authorized and ordered by the state of Indiana to uh, search the residence, the outbuildings, including a wooded shed on the property, a black Ford Focus. Residence located in the property described by a ranch house. Property also contains a wooden shed. 
Law enforcement is ordered to diligently search for any and all information and or evidence of the crime of the murder, specifically to search for handguns, 40 caliber ammunition, knives, blue sweatshirts, jackets, black sweatshirts, jackets, clothing, electronic devices, and a cell phone with phone number 3176... Oh, wait, I don't know why I'm reading that out loud. Sorry. Uh, any other cell phones and any other electronic devices located in or on the location described above. Law enforcement is authorized to search these areas to determine whether or not there has been a violation committed to describe as described in the affidavit at the residence, in the yard, in the vehicle, and at the uh, appurtenances? Appur uh, a little bit of a sore throat. Sorry. The affidavit, oh, this is where the affidavit, oh, that's pretty, this is good, man. I didn't know all this stuff was in here. Um, let's see here, on February 14, 2017. Okay, so Abby and, wow, this is all the evidence they have. I didn't know this was here. You guys want to go through this? Melissa Jane, how are you doing? Guys, I'm not going to go through this any other time, so this is going to be it. So I say, I'm saying that because I said we pushed through this. Let me get some Dr. Pepper. <sighs> Tasty. So Abby and Libby were dropped off by a family member at the trail uh, at approximately 12, 7, Monday, February 13th at 1.50 p.m., Abby and Libby were dropped off. On Tuesday at approximately 12.17, the girls were found deceased. So 22 hours later, 22 and a half hours later. Autopsies of the girls ruled their deaths as homicides and their wounds were caused by a sharp object. Investigators located Libby's iPhone 6S under her body at the scene and were able to recover a video approximately 43 seconds in length. Have we seen the full 43 seconds? Does anybody remember that? Um... Captured at 2.13 p.m. Wow. 23 minutes after they're dropped off. The video depicts Abby walking on the bridge towards Libby while a male subject wearing a dark jacket and jeans walks behind her. Near the end of the video, the man is heard in the video telling the girls, down the hill. The, through further investigation of the location of the bodies, investigators also located a 40 caliber unspent round. I mean... They also determined that articles of clothing from the girls were missing from the scene, including a pair of underwear and a sock. Through the investigation, there were interviews done with three of the four girls that were on the trails that day. How many girls are on this trail and why? Isn't trail... How do you spell trail? Yeah, it's not T-R-I-A-L, right? 
three of the four girls that were on the trials that day. The girls observed a male on the trails on February 13, 2017, that matched the description of the male in the video. Huh, they observed a male. The girls observed a male. Okay, so they see this guy. Uh, the three girls identified as um, Rally, Brianna, and Anna encountered this male near a bench east of the bridge. The girls were on the trail and were walking towards the Freedom Bridge to go home. The male then uh, encountered was walking from the bridge towards the high bridge. One of the three girls, identified as Anna, described the male as an older man walking on the trails as they were leaving, and she described him as kind of creepy. Kind of creepy. Guys, you never want to be described as creepy or kind of creepy by a female. Matter of fact, I'm just going to go ahead and say that if you are described as kind of creepy, you're not the type of person people need to be around. Uh, in a text from Anna to Kyla, and was well, it Anna? It's Anna here and it's Anne here. I mean, who wrote this thing? I mean, honestly, I, I would tear this apart. I'd be like, look, you guys can't even get your spelling correct on this. If you can't spell something simple, you can't take the time to proofread something as important as this. How are we supposed to believe you got the right person? That was what I would say, but it's neither here nor there. Um... Describe the male as an older man wandering trails and leaving the describer is kind of creepy. Oh, and look right here. They indented this next sentence for no reason. They just like one indention over. You don't even have to read that to see that. You guys, yeah, you guys brought back some bad memories. You got me going. You got me going. Um, and describe the man as wearing like, maybe that's light and not like. Blue jeans, a like really light blue jacket, and his hair was gray, maybe a little brown, and he did not really show his face. Uh, Vesker Steve and Brent interviewed Anna, and she described the male as wearing a blue jacket and light blue faded blue jeans. The jacket was a canvas duck type jacket. Never heard of a duck jacket. Um, Rayleigh was also in the group of four girls and she said, uh, she said hi to the man, but he just glared at them. She recalled him being in all black and had something covering his mouth. Guys, this is where this stuff gets weird, right? Because light blue is really different from wearing all black. Um, <laughs> kind of creepy usually means totally creepy. Duck cloth. I'm not familiar with that term. He was given bad vibes. Yeah. And I understand that. I just realized, like, you know, that's weird. Like, what is a vibe? But it's a universal thing most people seem to understand. Um, oh, heavy canvas. Yeah, like uh, uh, drop cloth type deal. 
Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard of a duck cloth. I feel like I'm missing out. Ooh. Maybe that's a re oh, maybe that's a regional term. Anyway, back to it. Let's go. I like the other link better. That looks better. You guys can see better. Alright, um. She called him being all black. She wanted to describe him as not very tall, uh, bigger build. Said that he was not bigger than 5'10". Riley went to, on to say the, uh, in the interview that he was wearing a black hoodie, black jeans, and black boots. Uh, she said that he had his hands in his pockets. An, inter an interview was conducted in 2020 of Bray Wilbur. She was able to show investigators a picture that she took on her phone of the bridge at a timestamp of 12.43 p.m. Uh, Bray showed investigators another picture she took at the bench just east of the Freedom Bridge uh, when they were... When, bridge, when they... When they... Look at this. When they... When they were leaving... <laughs> Gosh, I would have so much fun with this. Because uh, this is being entered into court. You know? I mean, come on. This is written no better than the uh, handwritten one by the inmate. Uh, Bree said that after she, she took the picture at the bench, she started walking back towards the Freedom Bridge. Bree, wait, yeah, Bree, okay, uh, said that when they walked past the man who matched the description of the individual in the picture, uh, Liggett, Detective Liggett, believes the picture that she was referring to is the picture of law enforcement released of the man on the bridge. Wait, hold on. Believes the picture that she is referring to. Why would you believe that the picture... So you don't have the picture? You don't, you're not showing this to this girl? You're not confirming this? I know. This is, this is backwards, okay? So this is, a, this is a snapshot of October last year. This is before he got arrested. So this is where I'm coming from. You're saying, oh, yeah, I think she was talking about that picture of Donnie over there. It's like, do you believe it or was it? Oh, look, I got updates available. Um, no, I do not want to restart my computer. If this messes up. Remind me tomorrow. I hope that works. Um, British Red Man is wearing blue or black one breaker jacket. She said the jacket had a collar and he had his hood up from clothing underneath the jacket. Bree advised that she was wearing that he was wearing baggy jeans and was taller than her. She said her head came up to approximately his shoulder. Uh, she told Riley, he said hi to the man. He said nothing back. Uh, she described the man as walking with a purpose, like he knew where he was going. Uh, Bree also stated the man had his hands in his pockets and kept his head down. She didn't get a good look at his face, but believed he was a white male. As the girls left, they crossed the bridge and railroad bridge over old SR-25. An individual with the name of Betsy was returning to the trails to finish her walk. Wait, she's returning? 
returning to finish your walk? Where did Betsy go? Betsy's like, oh, yeah, I'm maybe about halfway, and now I'm going back. Then I'll come back later and finish it. <laughs> what? Uh, seen on a video at Hoosier Harvester. Harvester? Hoosier Har I don't know. Uh, traveling eastbound to the trailhead. And now look, look at this. They go to military time. They just went to military time. So somebody, look, 1.26 p.m., now at 13.46. Blair saw the girls walking above as she went. The girls left the cross freedom bridge to review. An individual by the name of Betsy was returning to the trail. Betsy, oh, Betsy Blair, that's why I messed up, sorry. Blair uh, saw the girls walking above as she went under the railroad bridge. He provided tip narrative from whatever that is to review. It was from uh, DNR Lieutenant Dan. There you go, Lieutenant Dan, clumsy. The narrative was as follows. Mr. Allen was on the trail between uh, 1.30 and 2.30. Uh, he parked at the old Farm Bureau building and walked to the new Freedom Bridge. While at the Freedom Bridge, he saw three females. He know, one of them was taller, had brown, black hair. Uh, he, he did not remember description, nor did he speak with them. He walked from the Freedom Bridge to the High Bridge. He did not see anybody, although stage, he was uh, watching a stock ticker on his phone as he walked. Wait, did I miss where Mr. Allen came in? Betsy was driving past the thing. She saw the girls walking. On September 21st, detective provided tip from Dan as follows. Mr. Allen. Uh, he did not see anybody, although he said he was watching a stock ticker on his phone as he walked. He said there were vehicles parked at the High Ridge Trail. But did not pay attention to them. He did not take any photos or video. His cell phone did not list on IME. I don't know what that is, but did have the following potential follow-up information. Who were the three girls walking in the area of Freedom Bridge? Oh, man, this is like the text messages the officers were doing back and forth. Okay, let me get, see if I'm missing anything from you guys here. Um, <laughs> Grammarly would have caught half of these issues at least, right? Um, what did the inmate uh, once say? Said uh, uh, Alan was being abused and said he was being abused and was trying to get uh, 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 help from the court. Uh, duck cloth canvas sometimes has water. You know what's funny? I actually know about that rabbit because I got caught on a rabbit hole. On YouTube a long time ago about how to waterproof something. Isn't that crazy? Uh, so what do you think? You think his wife knew at some point it was him? You know what's funny? It seems like, am I wrong? I don't follow this stuff that close. Am I wrong though? It seems like the wives will like stick with them and cover up for them and stuff. And it's like, how could she do it? How could she not know? I don't know. Let me um, get back to this. Uh, 
See, there is no old Farm Bureau building anywhere close to Trailer Bridges. Detective Lee believes, believes they're referring to old Child Protective Services building. It's a big difference. Uh, Richard Allen owned a 2016 Black Ford Focus and a 2006 Gray Ford 500. Upon review, a video collected from the Hoosier Harvester. Investigators were able to locate a vehicle that appears to match Allen's Ford Focus on the video at 127 actual time. This coincides with Allen saying he was on the trails at 130. Uh, Detective Liggett then examined the timeline of the day of the homicides, as previously said above. The girls were leaving the trails, passed by a male, matching the description of the male in the video. Given the statements and the timestamp of the video, the harvester, uh, Detective Liggett believes that the male the three of the girls saw was, in fact, Richard Allen. Here's my question. Why did the fourth girl, she didn't see a guy? She's like, no, I didn't see him. But I was with the other girls, but I didn't see him. Right? Allen said that after he passed the girls... Uh, and then he, that after he passed the girls and then he walked, he then walked and then he walked. Holy cow. This is the, is this how Indiana talks? Is that what's messing me up? I walked to the moon and high bridge and saw nobody else. Investigators believe that after passing the Hoosier Harvester at uh, 146 Blair part of the trailhead entrance across from Mears residence. In her interview, she says there are no other cars at the trailhead entrance at that time. She walked to the Moon uh, High Bridge and a male matching the male from Liberty's video. She described him as a white male wearing blue jeans and a blue jean jacket. This matches the blue duck canvas jacket. Blah, blah, blah. Approximately halfway through the bridge. Blair said they believe Liberty and at 149. There's a white car matches Kelsey German's car. Okay, so the girls are getting the girls got their 20 minutes after he did. So where was he for those 20 minutes? And he managed to get behind them and take them down the hill. Blair was leaving, she noted, um, Callie Dime, how are you doing? Ash, how are you doing? Ash, how did you finish uh, your stream tonight? We were, I got cut off from you. I had, long story. Stupid story, it's not long, it's just stupid. Love Caledon. I'm so glad you're here. Uh, he observed that he described as a purple PT cruiser or small SUV type vehicle parked on the side, uh, side of the old Child Protective Services building. Wilson said it was backed in as to conceal the license plate of the vehicle. No, they didn't. I mean, nobody says that. That car, they backed in to conceal their license plate. Really? That's what they said. That's what they think. I mean, so again, this is me attacking the credibility of a witness. Again, I, this guy, I mean, he admits to doing it. I'm not defending him. I don't know him. I don't care. I want justice. 
even though that, that's not really the correct term. I want uh, I want the the family of these girls to have peace, which is I don't know how you find peace. During their interviews with Blair and uh, Wilson, drew a diagram that the vehicle he saw parked in the same general area. What does the PT Cruiser have to do with this? An interview of Sarah Carbaugh in 2017, she stated that she was traveling east, observed a male subject walking west on the north side of the highway moon north oh, north away. What? North side of 300 north away moon and high bridge. Ah, oh, jeez. God damn it. There's a small part of me that wants to write a letter to uh, um, these investigators and say, you really made this miserable with your grammar. Uh, she said that he was wearing... Okay, yeah. So she said that she saw someone wearing a blue colored jacket and blue jeans and was muddy and bloody. But I bet you she didn't call 911. Oh, he was bloody and muddy. I saw it. But I didn't call anybody. It appeared he had gotten into a fight. She was there at 4 o'clock. Richard Allen was interviewing investigators uh, of the investigation station. They're interviewed by Detective Liggett, Carroll County Prosecutor, and Carroll County Prosecutor Investigator Stephen Mullen. Uh, he agreed to come to the center and speak with investigators. He was advised his rights. He was further advised that he was not under arrest and was free to leave at any time. Oh, this is 2022. Sorry. So all this up here, and then you got 2022. This this is so juvenile written. Investigator Mullen explained to him how uh, to leave the center if he so desired. How to leave the center. You can walk out the front door if you want to. Uh, he said that he was, in fact, uh, on the trails. He further said that he saw three girls on the trails. That fourth girl that didn't seem... He didn't see her. He also, uh, he went on to the Moon and High Bridge to investigate that he was wearing blue jeans and a blue or black car or jacket. Who says that? Yeah, I was wearing a blue or black jacket. Sure, it's my jacket, but I'm not sure what color it is. Um, so anyway, he's saying he, uh, wore some type of head covering, some type. He also claimed he didn't see anybody with the three girls, of course. 
Uh, further, prior to the interview, he told investigators that he also had guns at his home. So they come in and they go, Richard Allen, thank you for showing up here today. Do you have any guns at home? If you're ever in an interrogation room, and the question is, do you have any guns at home? Your answer should be, lawyer. Don't say another word. Lawyer. Yeah, he even had the... Uh, The jacket five years later. He had everything. He had gone away for, uh, from it, for it, gone away with it, whatever, for five years. And you know what? Shouldn't all states be one plate? That cut down a lot of expenses. And besides, front plates don't look cool. I like the, it messes with the lines of the car. The ugly golfer's hat. Oh, my gosh. We're in a stupid thing. All right. Um, oh, look. Uh, Richard's wife, Kathy, she spoke to the investigators as well. She confirmed that Richard did have guns and knives at the residence. I mean, okay, here's my question. What dude doesn't have guns and knives in his residence that lives in the state of Indiana? I'm just going to go ahead and say that uh, the ones that said they don't aren't telling the truth. Or they're just not answering. That's the, that's the good thing to do. Jeez. Uh, let's see here. She also said that Richard still has a blue car. Why, yes, I just washed that jacket the other day. I remember that day perfectly. He came home. I was like, honey, how'd you get all that blood and mud on that jacket? And you know what he said? He said, I don't know. And I was like, well, let me just go ahead and wash this right up for you. By the way, we're going to have pierogies for dinner. The evidence gathered shows that on February 13th, the four girls uh, were on the trail, observed him walking. The male and the last known individual to have contact with them. He said that he was, this guy, Richard Allen, said he was physically on the bridge. Uh, Betsy Blair sees the individual there, uh, or several other individuals on the trail that don't observe the man or anybody else. What if you were on the trail that day? Mind your own business. And you didn't see any of this. Like you were there like at 11.30 a.m. What do you do? That's a, I never thought about that. That's a quandary. I didn't see anybody. I don't want to get involved. Because after a while, after all, this guy was roaming the streets for five years. No, with the blue jacket and jeans, and it was muddy and let's see here. Oh yeah, that's the uh, chick who was driving. 
So I'm in a muddy and bloody. As if he had just been in a fight. She was showing a picture. Um, believes that's who she saw. Take a look at it. It's been in member. So this is where you do the uh, uh, training and experience uh, part of the affidavit. Oh, look, he's been a member of the law enforcement for 21 years. Can't He's got grammar like a Harambe. Harambe with a pencil. Uh, see here, I believe the search of the residence uh, will lead myself and other investigators to evidence of murder. I have probable cause to believe that there will be evidence located on the property of Richard Allen. I affirm under penalty of perjury the foregoing representations are true. You know what? I would hold you uh, in contempt for your grammar. See attached property receipt. Ooh, do we have that? Oh, here's all the contents they took out of the house. I have not seen this. Description of items submitted. Sealed cardboard box containing one black six-hour P226 40 caliber handgun with a serial number. I bet you can look that up. Uh, one, a sealed plastic bag containing one 40 caliber SW cartridge found in wooden keepsake box on dresser between both closets and master bedroom. That's interesting. I mean, it's not interesting that you find bullets everywhere. I mean, you know, it's like they have it like a a keepsake with this uh, evidence that we've heard today. It seems weird. I don't understand the mind of somebody like this, so I'm not going to... Uh, Pretend to come up with an answer. Uh, sealed plastic bag contained one 40 caliber cartridge found inside a six heart pistol. Plastic bag contained two magazines, one filled with nine cartridges and one with eight. The six hour P226 uh, normal capacity in the magazines are 12 in a 40 caliber. Sealed plastic bag containing two magazines, one filled with... Okay, I got that. Sealed paper bag containing one black six-hour handgun case containing trigger lock and two keys. Sealed paper bag containing a paper-wrapped wooden weave... Paper-wrapped wooden weave box containing two AudioVox device, one silver Motorola flip phone, one silver flip phone... Four car chargers, three wall outlet chargers. Next out about. Oh, look, here we go. Sealed plastic bag contained one Lexar compact flash, one gig memory card. Oh, look at all this stuff, man. Uh, see, they got a. Uh, Holy cow, Thurgood boots, size seven and a half? 
Look at this. Uh, a paper bag contained one pair of dirty black boots, size six and a half. This guy had a six and a half shoe. How did he? What's a six and a half shoe? I'm just seeing if I'm missing anything over here in chat. Oh, yeah. He was chilling with the wanted poster behind him at a local bar. Yeah, that was crazy, wasn't it? Yeah, it was on his wife's Facebook page, too. So here, I'm trying to see if I'm missing anything. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a, a six and a half for a man is what? Is it two sizes bigger as a woman's? It's like eight and a half. Let's see here. Uh, one silver double-edged knife with a silver metal sheath. That's like a dagger type deal. A brown. And you guys, you know I'm thinking back in my head the whole time. I'm thinking about the Idaho case. Uh, one brown, gold, and silver folding knife. Black sheath containing one brown, gold, silver knife. Black sheath containing one black handled silver bladed imperial knife. What's an imperial knife? Foldable knife with a red gold handle. Um, one sheath containing Ozark Trail knives. Ozark Trail is Walmart's brand. Sealed envelope with one black sh sheath containing one knife uh, with a wood ivory handle and gold guard. Uh, wasn't ivory, I guarantee you. Uh, sealed envelope contained one rusted old timer folding knife, one sharp two bladed folding knife, one black. Folding Gerber knife and one black folding knife. I mean, this guy just had pocket knives. Sealed envelope containing a red handled Crossley, Crossley, uh, multi tool. Uh, Indiana National Guard multi tool. Was this guy in the National Guard? <clears throat> uh, silver bladed saber Bowie knife. A blue jacket with red stripes, Adidas. Oh my gosh, he had the um, Slavian look going. He had a blue, anything. So now they're just they're taking his clothes that match those descriptions. You know, blue jacket. There's a blue sweatshirt, a black and green fox hooded sweatshirt, uh, black and gray North End coat. Not North Face, but North End. Blue Carhartt, a pair of Timberland boots, size eight. Holy cow, what are these up here? Six and a half, seven and a half, and size eight. His foot's getting bigger. Uh, one pair of blue Arizona jeans, 34 by 29. Look at all the jeans they took. 
Arizona, Arizona, Levi's, Levi's. With a winter gray hat with fur-like fibers. Is that like a Cousin Eddie hat? A red UFC hooded sweatshirt with a full zip. A George sweatshirt. A quarter-inch zip Walmart sweatshirt. You can get those. A Kenneth Cole sweatshirt, a Fruit of the Loom sweatshirt, a starter sweatshirt, a spider hooded sweatshirt. Old label, Adidas sweatshirt, a brown fitted cap with a small bill, a stocking cap, a black NASCAR Ford racing stocking cap, black Adidas stocking cap, red, white, and gray brown Canada. Oh, he had a gray and white Colts hat. A pair of gloves and one extra glove. What? Hold on. A sealed paper bag containing 10 pairs of gloves and one extra glove. One blue fabric strap and one blue green fabric strap. I wonder what that means. HP laptop. HP Pavilion laptop. Two different laptops. Uh, a plastic bag containing multiple headbands. Uh, cardboard box. Uh, cardboard phone box containing miscellaneous cellular information. Uh, a pair bag containing one Winchester Supreme Elite empty ammo box. Smaller envelope contained one cruiser micro two gig flash drive with Rick on the back. And a sealed envelope contained one terabyte Western digital hard drive. Man, I a Samsung phone in a floral case. A a katana with a red tassel. Do you guys put tassels on your katanas? Is that a uh uh Oh, Mel, be safe. Oh, yeah. No, that's not a big deal. Yeah, Spider is an Alpine uh, skiing brand. Yes, I think you're 100% on that. Uh, uh, to hell and back. It is. It's ornamental. I just think it's funny to, to read it. Okay. Um, let's see here. What was that? Uh, a black sheath with one Rapala fillet knife. Black sheath uh, and one the best defense knife from garage. One black external hard drive and cord. Uh, smaller envelope containing one black iPod. A smaller envelope containing one 32 megabyte SD card and one 256 megabyte SD card. Box contained black sheath and an animal imprint on the front and one 
large wooden handled knife with a rusted blade from garage. Uh, five miscellaneous vehicle chargers. Uh, five nine miscellaneous wall outlet chargers. Man, this is all stuff. That, <laughs> how much of this stuff do you guys have? I mean, honestly, it's like it's like you have a phone charger or something. You're like, oh, I, like I don't want to get rid of that. Like. What if I need it? You don't need it. You don't need it. That's my problem. I got so much garbage I need to throw away. And I, it's like I get stuck. It's like I see it. I just, I can't do it. Miscellaneous uh, phone accessories, HP laptop charger, two pagers. He has pagers. Can't get rid of those pagers. Three Motorola and one LG flip phone. This guy collects phones. LG Verizon smartphone. Uh, contain one cardboard box contain one LG Verizon side slide smartphone. Um, a Verizon smartphone contain three older cell phones, an AudioVox, a Nokia, and a Motorola. This guy could open up an antique cell phone store. Uh, Nokia 70705 Twist cell phone and documents. I don't even know what that is. A Garmin Street Pilot C340 device. You know what? I probably have something similar to that. I've got this uh, GPS, old Garmin GPS. I don't even I don't know what to do with it. It's like it works, I think. I mean, it's a screen, but you can't do anything with it. I'm like, what am I going to do? Like, I don't even know why I have it. Uh, sealed cardboard box containing a plastic bag containing a custom vehicle operator. Operations motorcycle cover bag containing a motorcycle cover. He has a motorcycle cover and it doesn't say anything about a motorcycle. Uh, manila envelope containing a black Pixel uh, 3A extra large cell phone uh, with a black OtterBox case. Black Samsung Galaxy. What if all these uh, cell phones and stuff came from victims? That'd be freaky, wouldn't it? Oh, he's got an Aquafina water bottle. <sighs> Look at this. Another one containing a silver LG singular wireless flip phone. Sealed envelope containing a cutting of a carpeted area underneath the spare tire of the Ford Focus. That's interesting. Uh, envelope contained two plastic wrappers containing one swab from a driver lap belt and one swab of the driver shoulder belt of the Ford Focus. So, yeah, he's covered in blood and mud, but um, he put on his seatbelt. So, the envelope contained two plastic wrappers containing two swabs of the passenger side carpeted floorboards. So that's where they think, like, if he uh, had a bloody jacket or something like that, he would take off his clothes, I guess. Chain of custody on page two. So there we go. That's what they, they found in the house. Yeah, the you're right. Fox sweatshirt is motorcycle gear. A water bottle. Shocking. It's a haul. It's broke now. The case we have broken it tonight. The big stuff is the water bottle. My K bar has partial serrations. Rabbit. That's what was the thing about Ohio or Idaho. 
Hmm. We used to go camping a lot. You know what's funny? I want that K-Bar, the USMC K-Bar, because... Blue Dog may have different plans for me. Because it's... uh, uh it's history. And I like knives. I do. I think they're, they're such a, knives are like, uh, knives and fire are like the two primitive things that got man out of the cave. <laughs> Not another H2O bottle. Wait a second, I forgot. I have water right here. <gasps> That's the Sani. I thought it was Aquafina. I thought it was Aquafina. Aquafina is owned by Pepsi. The Sani is owned by Coke. Mm. I needed that. I really needed that. Uh, okay, I'm learning a lot about knives and their uses. Well, think about it. Oh, hang on. Pocket knife. Um, you know. Come everywhere. In, in the South, you don't leave your house without a pocket knife. I mean, you just have had one since forever. Since driving, right? I know. Did you ever hear the story about me and what happened to me in a knife? For another time, clumsy, if you haven't. Uh, knives fright me uh, more than guns. Knives are, uh, it's weird, I'm the same way. I'll just play that, it's, I'm the same way. Um, but you don't need to be frightened of anything. That's the main deal. Fear is an element that your enemy likes to control. And don't be afraid of, even when you are afraid, um, just push right through it. Push right through it. Make it sound easy. Stand up. Uh, it's kind of my thing about every morning, even when I don't want to. I put my feet, I slam my feet straight to the floor, and I stand straight up. You got to face what's in front of you. As soon as you do, it usually isn't that bad. So, yeah, don't be afraid to get guns and knives. So, Tweety, Butterfly Knives is a fun toy. Jerry Mikulik, he is the world's fastest revolver shooter. And if you've, you got to check out his YouTube stuff. This guy, like, I love, like, the, 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 like the cowboy action stuff. I think that's so neat, like, it, because it's an art. You know who really got me into it? Watching Sammy Davis Jr. He was a uh, proficient... Uh, uh, old Colt single action army guy, you know, like the old cowboy guns. He loved them. And he was a great trick shot. Um, man, he was, he was known for his quick draws. Uh, but, um, sorry, I got lost in, in the chat again, but he, um, uh, but the butterfly knives. So yeah, sorry to eat. Thank you for getting me back on that. So, uh, Jerry McClick, he does all this this trick action shooting. 
Well, his daughter, he has one kid, his daughter, man, she looks just like him. She can shoot just like him. She's awesome. And her thing is, is that like, she's like incredible with a butterfly knife. And it's like, where did that come from? She's like, well, you know, I was a little kid, you know, I'm going with my dad, all these different uh, events and everything. She's like, I'm so bored. I'm like, I don't know. There's a butterfly knife somewhere. And she goes, so I started playing with it. And to watch her do tricks, I was like, this is amazing. And um, I, um, oh, I carry a pen. Now that is scary. The pen is much mightier than the sword. But I do love uh, fountain pens. I do love them. Um, fear is a valid emotion. Uh, just like the rest, what we can hope for is courage because it allows us to have fear and still march on. That's cool. I've never heard courage described that way. That's really deep. I really like that, Clumsy. Uh, do something every day you fear. You know what, Donna? If I were to think of something right now that I fear, I hate going to sleep. It scares me. Afraid I won't wake up. And I have awful nightmares when I sleep. Um, every night. Um, <laughs> Cali Dime. My fiance's a Cali cowboy. He doesn't need a gun. He just used his fist. Pow! I love that. That is hilarious. That's awesome. Um... Yeah, it's just I don't know, but yeah, the um, the butterfly knives thing. It was so like I really I don't want to play with a sharp one because I have reasons. I but they have training knives and they seem really cool. And there is ex butterfly knives are some of them are very 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 expensive. You know, I used to love I used to uh, twirl a pin. You do that, pop it around your thumb. Used to be. Uh, pastime um sorry it's been a long day there's nothing to be sorry for Callie this is your this is your wind down spot you know somebody told me that the other day said this is their wind down uh, after the day, they like to come and just chill out, hang out with you guys. I forget who this was. You're probably listening and you're going to like uh, to call me out on it. Um, well, guys, so Richard Allen supposedly has admitted to the murders of these two girls. It's a five year investigation, it's been a mess. There's 283 pages of court documents that were released. Uh, go to the uh, it pinned at the top of the uh, chat is the link to my locals page and I have the 283 pages of PDF up there so you don't have to have a password you don't have to do anything just go there be cool if you uh, uh, hit the um, follow or whatever they do over there not really sure uh, locals keeps trying to change and uh, 
I don't know. I got kind of away from it, but I'm going to get back into it um, pretty, uh, pretty soon. Believe it or not, I looked at Steve Gosney's locals. I was like, that's what I should be doing. Of course, if you want to prove yourself, find someone smarter than you and try to be like them. So, uh, before you go to sleep, sprinkle a very small amount of salt across the threshold of your bed and say out loud, I'm not allowing anything negative to penetrate my dreams tonight. Of kosher salt. Will kosher salt work? I also have Himalayan salt. Thank you, Jen, with no filter. Please remember to hit the like. And by the way, thank you so much for being here, uh, Jen. Um, I loved hanging out with you, uh, in Discord the other night. Rabbit, of course. Rabbit, um, uh, we hung out after Shizzy's stream last night. It was on Shizzy Wiznuts. I almost said was nuts. Shizzy was nuts? That sounds funny. Maybe we should start calling him that. That'd be cool. Um... If you guys know anything, hear of anything, want me to talk about anything, let me know. I'll, oh, hey, this is you guys ready for this? This is what I thought I would talk about tonight because I was like, oh, good. I'm going to put an end to this because I always hear. On YouTube, can't you say anything after you've been streaming for two hours? And I'm like, why would you be able to say anything you want to after two hours? YouTube goes all the way around the world. It's always noon somewhere where YouTube is, right? <laughs> so today, man, I saw this as part of other stuff. Uh, they're changing their uh, agreements again. And um, they're, uh, I don't know what they're doing. I just try to be me. So look at this. I was going to go over the vulgar language policy. That was my whole night. I was like, hey, look, guys, look. It's a piece of cake. Uh, where did it go? I didn't see it up here on the thing. I couldn't go over if I wanted to. Oh, there it is. Yeah, look. Um, yeah, here's a big one. Because, you know, you're hoping that you don't do ex explicit uh, sexual language or narratives. Oh, yeah, that's a bad one. Uh, use of heavy profanity or sexually suggestive terms in the content's title, thumbnail, or associated metadata. Uh, use of sexual sounds. The above list isn't complete. Here's the one. Use of excessive profanity in the content. If you're posting content, look, another thing about here says, only for the first two hours. <laughs> what happens if content violates this? Oh, look, if you get three strikes within 90 days, your channel will be terminated. Yeah. That's why, um, guys, just, uh, there's nothing on there, though, about what time of day it is. It's a fiction created by creators that want to believe it. I don't know why. You don't have to cuss. I saw we passed a card tonight. It said, uh, F around and find out. But it didn't say F. And, I, and White Rabbit said, I've never understood why people put cuss words on their cars. Like, that's a good point. Why am I going to advertise it? Seems like you give a police officer a lot of stuff to judge about. Uh, and then I was like, well, you know, they could say the same thing 
and say, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. All right, guys. Hey, uh, Farkey, Farkey, how am I saying, I'm saying it wrong? Welcome to the chat. I hope you found a new home. I hope you come back. Um, I am all about, started looking at, uh, I shouldn't, I don't usually look at numbers. And I did. I made the mistake of looking at numbers. I was like, I got to improve my content. So I hope you come back. I hope you enjoy the chat. I think everybody comes here for the chat. They don't come for here for this goofy whatever I am. Uh, but guys, listen, tomorrow's a new day. Tomorrow's Thursday. Oh, what's going on tomorrow? I need to do some content tonight. I need some videos. Problem is I've done videos before and then forgot about them next day, so I didn't get them up. Anyway, uh, Thursday, I don't know, but Friday is Friday Night Live. Starts at 9 p.m. It's the best show on the tubes. More fun than anything. You come hang out with your friends, and everybody makes fun of uh, uh, me a lot, most of the time. But we just have a hoot and a holler, and uh, we got a very, um, very cool lineup this week. Uh, I need to double-check that, make sure that I have a, a special guest um, coming back. <laughs> Danielle, yay, you're still on. I don't know about that. Judge Maddie, how are you doing? Expert chat, best chat. Uh, Judge Maddie, I appreciate it. It's because of people like you that are in here. That's why it's good. That's the uh, that's the only reason why it's good. I'm um, I'm nothing. Oh, uh, did somebody say something about the Titan deal? I do have a. Uh, I think what some debris was found. The Titan sub, uh, submersible. I was going to do a video on that. This is what my plans were tonight. <laughs> and then do that, the vulgar thing, talk about that in live. Be a short one. I had no idea all this other stuff was going to break. And then, um, uh, no, hey, Danielle, that's awesome. I hope you're having a good time. Um, those of you that don't know, uh, Danielle is a, uh, a very, very cool person, becoming a uh, good friend of ours very quickly. She's a great conversationalist. That's the best part. I love a good conversationalist. Uh, but anyway, hopefully Friday we're going to have a good guest. I think so. And um, it, it doesn't matter because we got the gang's going to be here. I think, yeah, the gang's going to be here Friday. And um, I can't wait to see you guys again. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yes, 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 yes. So White Rabbit told me this right before stream started. Madonna has fallen. She can't get up. My Two questions. What did she do to her face? Botox can be toxic. And also, she was real bossy a couple years ago about what you should do with your own personal medical decisions. Oh, Melissa, I chime in. Yes, Friday night fun. Yeah, get to hang out with uh, Melissa Jane. That's, a, um, that's the second best thing about Friday night. First best thing is I get to hang out with the White Rabbit. 
Second best thing is Melissa Jane. Sorry, Mal. You know, it white rabbit rounds the only time you're not number one. <laughs> uh, yeah, injections. Injections. She had something. And I just, I wonder if that's what happened. Also, Jamie Foxx, you know, he had a stroke. He's blind. And he can't talk. bad stuff all right guys i love y'all it is past my bedtime i screwed up anyway i will see you guys tomorrow have a good night be good to each other be good to yourself watch out for each other because boogeyman's out there everywhere and godspeed everybody well i woke up to go get me a cold pop but then i thought somebody was barbecuing i said oh lord jesus it's a fire then I ran out. I didn't grab no shoes or nothing, Jesus. I ran for my life. And then the smoke got her. Yeah, I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time. Ain't nobody got time. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time. Ain't nobody got time. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time. Ain't nobody got time. Ain't nobody got time for that. Well, I woke up to go give me a cold pop. Then I thought somebody was barbecuing. Barbecuing. Barbecue. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. Then I ran out. I didn't grab no shoes or nothing, Jesus. I was running for my life. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that.